0: Want to ring the bell?
1: All right. Ding, ding.
0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to Two Views Movies. I am Garrett. And I'm Carson. And the day is finally here. It's, it's
1: here. It's two, here. At
0: least two years in the making. But <laughs> if you go all the way back to the Justice League release date, it's more than that. It's like three years in the making. Yeah. No, we're 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 Snyder cutting today. Oh man, I didn't know that this day would ever get here. Um Although I think one of your predictions is going to come to fruition, I I think we are going to see the campaign shift from release the Snyder Cut to Snyder the Snyder sequels or I mean whatever that's going to be. <laughs> I, I I think you were you were correct on that one. I I can I can feel the tide turning on that pretty quickly, and I think if there's enough groundswell, you know, hey, maybe WB does it.
1: Yeah, I think we're definitely going to get that, and. Uh, with enough people that have seen this, I think that they're warranted in putting some money behind it.
0: Yeah. I'll be interested to hear the numbers on this, man. Like, how many watches did it get? Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. It'll just be interesting to see how this met, how the metrics all play out because uh, it had a lot of word of mouth. I mean, I know it was four hours, but there's nothing else to watch
1: these days. So, I don't know, yeah. man. If you watched the NCAA tournament this weekend, you got inundated with Snyder Cut commercials. Did you? Uh, yeah. So we we talked last week about you saw more Godzilla vs Kong uh, uh-huh. marketing than this. This was was every commercial break. I thought I saw a, a watch on HBO Max. Hmm. You know, but, and they they were short. They were just you know even like 10-second commercials. They yeah. The full the full thing. It's hey go watch it. Oh, what was that hey go watch it <laughs> it's <was> just like <laughs> yeah. just peppering you with stuff uh
0: you know i watched the tournament this weekend but my memory is terrible and and my attention span is terrible i'm to the point now where like my wife will talk about commercials she's like oh she starts singing a song and i'm like what's that what are you singing she's like oh it's just from a commercial you know we saw that the other day i'm like nah. i literally when whatever i'm watching goes to commercial I am I'm in a different world. Like I I don't even know that I exist in this realm. Like I go to like a different universe when commercials come on anymore. Like I'm either on my phone or I'm just spacing out. Like I so I could I could have been absorbing a number of Snyder cut commercials this weekend and not even known it because I just like Garrett the lights go out. You're in the astral plane. <laughs> exactly. Use, use your body. <laughs> Dude, I am gone, man. <laughs> TV commercials are really ineffective on me. Like, if, if if you ask me to rank, like, how best to get my attention, like, TV commercials is the lowest of the low. Like, I'm not even close. Garrett's reading the dark home while the commercials are running. <laughs> yeah. Now you start <laughs> spamming my phone, I'm going to recognize what's going on. Like, I'll, I'll tell you what you're you're pissing me off on my phone. But anyways, yeah. um. So yeah, yeah before
1: so- we dive in cuz I think we got a lot to talk about. It's a 4-hour movie plus oh, uh another 2-hour movie on top of that that I'm sure we're going to get comparisons to. For but sure. first, we have another giveaway. We have a mm-hmm. digital download to give away uh for Chaos Walking starring Ray Skywalker and Peter Parker.
0: Yeah. Which came out in theaters like a month ago, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, but they're they're offering uh, to us, to give away, uh, to you all, the uh, digital download. So later in the episode, we're going to give you a code. So just like uh, our previous giveaways, you send us a, a message, uh, a private message, um, with that code, and, and we'll send you the, uh, the digital download. The, um, I will say, don't put it on our Twitter feed, because then it just makes it easier for other people, and I don't acknowledge any of those at that point. I started right. like prepping you the questions. Oh yeah, well what do we think about that? You know, and so I want to make sure you, you listened you listen for you put in the work to get yeah. a <laughs> yep. digital download. But no, I, I think it looks pretty good. I, I'm interested. I the yeah. uh the whole concept behind the you can hear what men are thinking but women you can't hear what women are thinking. Right. That's kind of how I, I gather kind of a what women want, but out for the world. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what it seemed like to me. But I, I'm,
0: you know, the, the idea, the trailer, eh, kind of looked okay. But I'm gonna watch because it's Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland. I mean, okay, fine, yeah, two young up me. and coming
1: actors. Yeah, I'm I'm all, okay. Let's do it. Yeah. So be listening for our uh, our giveaway code word later in the episode. Yep, we'll give that
0: to you. What uh, after the spoiler free section, but uh, before we transition into spoiler build, or maybe in the middle. We don't know. We're gonna tease you. Yeah, you just gotta listen. Stick with it. <laughs> All right. So now that the giveaway is there, um, I'm you know if any movie doesn't need an introduction, it's probably this one. But let's let's just do our due diligence here. Oh, you're
1: doing it. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Um, you know, determined to ensure Superman's ultimate sacrifice was not in vain, Bruce Wayne aligns forces with Diana Prince with plans to recruit a team of metahumans to protect the world from an approaching threat of catastrophic proportions. Directed by Zack Snyder, who has done 300, Watchmen, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, and others. Huge cast, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Amy Adams, Ray Fisher, Ezra Miller, Jeremy Irons, J.K. Simmons. Others I probably left off, but, you know, the list goes on and on. Hey, nobody can say you're not consistent. Uh, Yeah, you know, and and I'm not going to dive into the backstory. I mean, you know, we could, but I think we all know how we got here. Justice League, Snyder, Whedon. You know the whole debacle. If you you know go go check a wiki page. If, if you are listening to this, I have a feeling like you
1: know the general principle of how we got here. So I don't think I need to recap that. Oh, but but ten second summary: Snyder was the original director, got pulled off the project. Whedon finished it. Snyder came back and redid his original project. Here we are. Yes, yes. I mean, a little bit of a layer to that. Snyder was like
0: all the way through filming basically, and then they Whedon came in chopped up his movie and reshot a bunch of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So
1: so that that I'm I'm glad we had to lay that out there because I want to know how you want to talk about this. Are we talking about this as a movie? Or are we talking about this in comparison to Joss's movie? You have to I mean we can try to do both,
0: but you have to acknowledge the elephant in the room. I mean, there's no denying what happened with this movie. I mean, that, that is part of its history. It was Zack Snyder's, it wasn't, and now it is again. And I think it's, I, don't, I also don't think you can judge this by itself because zero chance Zack Snyder makes a four-hour Justice League movie without this whole thing happening. Right? No, there's no way. They would not release right. a four-hour movie. Exactly. So it's almost, it's kind of almost unfair to Joss Whedon in a way because where Zack Snyder got to go four hours and create all these different plot points that he wants if the studio had said, hey, no, 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 two and a half hours is what you got, he would have had to cut an hour and a half off of this. And, you know, what would that have looked like? So it's almost right.
1: like even comparing apples to apples. You're, you're really not. Cause, and, and he, he, he painted himself into this corner by not, or DC did. I don't know how much Zach had control versus the total Warner Brothers and DC of you had now have to do three backstories into this movie to, to truly give the characters what they, what they deserve. Now, Joss decided to go, I'm going to give you just a little bit of each of these, and then hopefully you get fleshed out into future movies. He basically cut Cyborg, cut Flash, cut Aquaman and said, here are the guys. You'll, you'll see their own movies later, you know, in theory, Um, because I think you had to (laughs) to, because he, he did it into two hours and, and, you just don't have time for that. And that's why people keep saying, oh, the Marvel way is the Marvel way is they each got their own movie before we brought them together. So you didn't have to spend so much time diving into backstory who these people are. Yeah. And so that that's I don't know how he he his choice would have done it, uh, what he would have cut and whatnot. But I have I have a list of things that I would say cut um, because four hours when you're watching a four hour movie. The first thing your brain goes to is like, "Why was this left in? Yeah. you know this could have been a three hour and 55 minute movie without that scene. They didn't mm-hmm. need that, and then you're just kind of chunking off things right. that you don't think are necessary. You're right. like, like, good Lord, why'd they leave that in?:
0: Well, I've got a suggestion. How about you cut some slow-mo right? I mean you're sl- <laughs> it's four you hours. Go,
1: if you go regular speed, this yeah. is really only a three-hour
0: movie. Yeah, you go regular speed, you're down to at least 350. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, that was that the overuse of slow-mo was obnoxious. Um, you know, we can dive into that a little bit later, but y- you're right. I mean, you know, uh, he got a chance to do what he wanted to do and this is what he delivered. Um, but yeah, the the reality is no way in hell he gets a four hour Justice League going forward. So it's really, really tough to compare the two, but it's also inevitable Uh, I will say that Joss Whedon didn't. It wasn't like he just edited what was there. He only probably used twenty to thirty minutes of Snyder's footage, so he just reshot an
1: entire movie. Oh, he used more than that. Oh man, I don't. Or or Snyder, or Snyder used some of Whedon's. I don't think he did. Uh, Because okay, so a little backstory: you watched the original. Yeah. Uh, the Whedon before uh the yes. Snyder. I did the opposite. So I watched Snyder and then went back and revisited Weed. And right. so uh we both have a different kind of perspective of our recency uh of which one we did there, but I think I think he used a lot of what uh, what Snyder shot, but he had to put these other scenes in to make the movie make sense. And I know there's probably some pressure to uh, make it more lighthearted after oh, all the backlash you, know, you of, know there was you know there was and, and so whether that was the studio saying joss we're bringing you on and this is what you have to do or right. joss thinking oh i want to make it I, I don't think that it was more of joss's plan from the get-go uh than more of you need to make this funnier well that more was the whole i mean let's
0: take ourselves back to 2017 like right when justice league came out the knock was 100% that Man of Steel has zero humor and then Batman v Superman doubled down. It is just dark and generally not a, I don't want to say unpleasant movie, you know, but it's, yeah, you know, Marvel, Marvel has its seriousness and it has its levity. DC was going down a path where there's zero levity and and not only that, but, and this will be something that I think I hash on a little bit later too, is that not only is it topically dark it is visually dark. Everything is greys and blacks and muted and grimy and dirty. And like I, I think people left Batman versus Superman and then you could even throw maybe even Suicide Squad in there a little bit because while there's some levity in there, it's still in a dark, dark world, you know? Like so I think people were just like, Holy holy crap, man, like DC is just real dark. And Marvel's over here having fun with Guardians and doing all these, you know, fun little things. You got a talking raccoon and a talking tree, you know, and people were looking at DC and they're like mm-hmm. walking out of the theaters going, oh, God, did, you know, I'm kind of depressed after after watching that. So I guarantee there were, there was pressure from studios and even the audiences, I think, to be like, hey, we got to lighten this up. Now, what's funny is Joss lightened it up way too much and in, a, in, in even a not funny way, too. And then so now I think... People are refreshed that Snyder kind of went back the other way. It's just like whiplash, right? It's just tonal whiplash.
1: Yeah, you know, and I'm I'm totally fine with it being dark. Like that that is never my not wasn't my concern going in. It mm-hmm. uh, wasn't my concern with Batman vs Superman or Man of Steel. Uh, I was okay with even the levity that Joss bro- brought to the table. I was okay with all that. My issues that I have with both versions are. Uh, story, yeah, uh, of different things told in the story, and I get uh, like Batman versus Superman. I, I've talked about at nauseum of my issues with, you know, rushing Doomsday and, and all this, and uh, and here I have a, a similar issue, which I'll well, I'll get to later. But my, I, I recently had a conversation with uh, with the in laws about how I can talk about movies and people saying, oh, you know, we nitpick. You know, certain things, can't you just sit back and enjoy? Yes. Yes, we can sit back and enjoy, but I want things to make sense. I want things mm-hmm. to look like they're supposed to look like. That, that's one critique that we get of, you know, if that's supposed to be a guy, make sure he looks like a guy, not a not a computer-generated guy. Mm-hmm. Or, and we want the story to make sense. Like, if I can sit there and go, well, that that's dumb because he wasn't even over here. You know, like, things should make sense. And that's where I have most of my problems with with all this is... Something visually or story-wise, not necessarily tone. I, I'm good either way. I'm good with certain jokes that uh, Flash throws out. Some hit, some don't. I'm good without them. You know, cut them out. I'm fine. But I just want the story to make sense, and sure. that's where I. That's where I have most of my critiques.
0: Yeah, and, you know, I'll I'll dive in on the tone a little bit. I I actually think Zack Snyder hit a fairly respectable tone here. I think there was moments of levity. I think there was moments of emotion. Um. And so I think he learned a little bit from Batman vs. Superman and and integrated that feedback well. Whereas Whedon's, Whedon's is a tonal mess. And I think that it's because he's inserting things into Snyder's stuff and it's just not jelly. I think when you and I talked about it in our, our podcast on Justice League, I think even though you and I had differences of opinion about the overall uh likability of the movie, I think one thing we both said was, you know, oh my god, you you could you could feel the movie being ripped apart at its seams by two different directors, like it was just—it was mm-hmm. palpable that you were just going from one scene to the next. Now, little did I realize, having seen this now, that it, it wasn't as much of that because I feel like Whedon reshot a lot of his own stuff. But I think just the templates that are there and the the, the plot beats that he's trying to keep hitting while inserting his own just just made it really feel awful. Um, I, I do not like the original justice league. And I like it even less now that I've seen this one. But, um, I, I do think in, in as, as far as it goes to the Snyder cut, I do think he was much, much, much better at tone in this one. Um, in, in terms of there's some levity, there's some emotion, there's some action. Like he, he, he did really well. I felt like, and I, I think he did, it was more akin to man of steel than Batman
1: versus Superman, which is good for me. Uh, I can I can agree with with most most everything you said there. My issues with Snyder cut is that I think Joss made it make sense, uh, made the story make sense by what he did, but also made it worse by some of the things that he added. And so he he made he made the story. And again, I would, I'll get to spoilers. You know, there where I'll back this up. I think he took what Snyder did and made it make sense. I'm working this through my head. I didn't practice this. Um, and so, um, but he he did, like I said, he he took some other things and made, and made them worse. Like Steppenwolf as the main bad guy, that was the move to make. And that's that's not what Snyder had. And so that's... So you think it was the right move or the wrong move? I think Joss made the right move by changing that to Steppenwolf. Oh, okay. Well, we're gonna have to disagree on that one. We we will, we will, and I'm I'm happy to because I'm that's yeah we'll we'll get there. Because
0: I actually feel like Zach did a better job of making Steppenwolf a better bad guy, and like I know he's not the big bad in the Snyder cut, but he did a better job of making him a more well-rounded threat for being the bad of this movie, is how I feel.
1: I'm okay with that statement, but. We'll we'll get to, to other stuff when it comes okay. to spoiler time. But this time, uh, effects-wise, they changed Steppenwolf. Would you say it's for the better? You know, uh, honestly, I think that's just going to be a personal preference thing.
0: I I, I I, genuinely... I probably think it's better just because I liked how the armor moved and stuff like that. Um, it, it's still... It's still clearly CGI. I mean, in no way, shape, or form does it look like a real person. Like, if we're comparing it to Thanos, like, no. It's not even in the same realm. But do I think it looked better? I guess, sure. I mean, I I don't know what to say to that. Because I was so annoyed by the way Steppenwolf looked in the original Justice League. that it's like, okay, this is slightly different. Like, I don't know that I'd say better. It's just different. Okay, so you like his sequenced armor. Well, I just, I actually thought it was a little cool, like how it rippled and did things. And like, sometimes there were some spikes that came out of it and stuff. I just, like, I guess I felt like the other one was more of this just like silvery metallic blob. And at least this one had some features to it,
1: you know? I don't know. The, the other one, I can see what they were trying to do. They were trying to stay closer to the comics than, than what this was. This, I'm fine with the armor moving, but not without purpose. And it was just constantly flickering and moving. Sure. And I like, and, and was like, that's really annoying. Like if you get shot with an arrow and the armor moves to snap the arrow or push the arrow off or whatever, you know, that's, sure, that's cool. Or he moves it to make spikes to fight somebody. Sure, that's cool. But it, the constant movement, I think you mentioned this in the, in the trailer discussion before. It looked like Transformers where it's moving so much that you're just like, God, it's, it's distracting and annoying. And I did like that they bulked him up because I like my villains, you know, Mm -hmm. big and bulky and intimidating. And so I like that move and I'm fine with the whole thing being his head, you know, based on, you know, how the movie went. But it, the moving of the armor was was so distracting to me. Like I I could not get, and I don't know if they're trying to cover up um bad cgi by keeping things moving you know yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> don't but look at the uh, face don't look at the don't face because don't look look <laughs> was like oh my chest is all flickering <laughs> for some reason you know, like, like i'm okay with purposeful movements but not just the random he's breathing and so all these are rippling i don't i didn't get it i didn't like I, it. yeah I didn't like it, that
0: it didn't bother me any but overall like i mean it, it it still was not a good CGI character, right? Like, uh, you know, people that were winning a wholesale improvement on Steppenwolf, I, I don't think, I don't think anybody in their right mind could argue they got that. Now, can we split hairs and talk about? Well, the armor was cooler here, and maybe the face looks slightly different, and his eyes glow and stuff like that. Like, okay, yeah, I mean, so like if that's your thing, then sure, you you prefer the the Snyder one over the Whedon one, but like, I don't think anybody can come to the table and say oh, this one is just clearly the better Steppenwolf versus the other one. I,
1: no, Steppenwolf still well, kind of sucked. I think you're getting, you get more depth to Steppenwolf. Oh, yeah, I in, was just talking visually. I was just talking yeah. visually. You get Yeah, you do get more depth in this one. Uh, however, in the last one, if you not talk to the mother box like it was his mother, I think that's a better, it makes more sense in Joss's world. And so like he got more in Snyder, but he makes more sense in Joss's world. Uh see I, I, I don't I
0: Steppenwolf to me, wholesale across the board, works better in in Snyder's version. And to me, that's because virtually every single plot point works better in Snyder's. And again, he has four hours to do it. So to me, there's not one plot point or element of Whedon's version that is better than
1: Snyder's version. No, I disagree. I just dis- I can't wait. now. Now I'm C to get to the spoilers, but uh, so as, well, as long as we're, we're spoiler free, we can say he got rid of the mustache and all the mustache scenes, yeah, which which was 100% necessary. I know. I kept looking, man. Every scene, I was like, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and
0: uh, he I, that's what I'm saying, man. I he did it. not use much of weed and stuff. I don't know. Actually, I don't. Now, I, I don't say, know if he used, any, he used any, of it. any. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't know if he used any of it. And, and but that's that's great that those scenes because when you turn on Justice League, oh. Joss Whedon's, the first thing you see is a iPhone video of Superman's mustached face, which oh, didn't so need bad. to be in the movie. It adds nothing. No, and it and, adds and to think
0: that they left that in there, knowing right. how bad it looked, like. Cause it's front and center right there. Like at least in other scenes, when he's out in the corn and stuff like that, you're like it, you're kind of glancing, you know, you're kind of like squinting, like that doesn't look right. But in that first one where it's on the iPhone, you're just like, oh god, like what the hell is this?
1: Which only highlights the other scenes, you yes, because then you're you you're very aware of it off the bat, and yeah. maybe they could have gotten away with it later. Yep. Um, but you are very aware <laughs> at the very beginning of the movie. They start you out, and I wonder if it was one of those things to where. You're working on this for so long, and you're staring at the same picture, you know, for so long, and then you're you start to believe that that's what it now supposed to look like. You're like, yeah, I think but I, mean, I, I, I don't know how it gets dude, passed to get approved. The, you know they and, and put these the movies line. in front
0: of the executives they they do test screenings i mean movies get changed like whole endings get rewritten because they put it in front of a test audience and they're like oh this is terrible like you you can't possibly tell me they put this in front of a test audience and they, the test audience was like oh yeah that's some good special effects on that but mustache.
1: that was part, that was part of the thing right was he didn't have time to do the special effects like they because of all his reshoots that he did the special effects team had like 3 weeks to put it all together and it was like ah here you know, I, I thought that was kind of the, the backstory of why everybody looks so bad is because they were supposed to have like six months to work on the effects, but because of all the reshoots, they had. Well, that's on know, him. Like a month. Oh, sure, that, sure, that's on him. But, but again, it's a. I don't know if they had that many people signing off on it because everything was rushed. Like, sure. Now this will be a scene of Superman. Don't worry about it. he won't have the mustache. You know, but we maybe it's just I would like to see the, the original with Henry floating there with the mustache. I mean, <laughs> yeah, what I mean, to I, say? I, Who's to say that Henry can't be saving people with a mustache? <laughs> yeah, no, there's
0: no rules against Superman having a mustache. No, I mean he has a bunch <laughs> of chest hair. Let him have a mustache. Yeah, right, give him a mustache. Um, I mean, sure. Okay, do you think that you could not you? I guess do you think someone should have been able to take Snyder's footage and call it down to two hours and get something better than what Whedon delivered? Like, not you. You can't reshoot. You can't add anything. You just have to take Zack's footage. And edit it down to, to let's just say 2, 215, you know, ballparkish for a superhero movie. Like, do you think somebody could have done that and produced a better movie than what Whedon gave us?
1: I think so. I think so. That's I have a possible. hard
0: yeah, I have a hard time believing that's not possible. I feel yeah. like the elements of what Zach gave us are there, and you could arrange those puzzle pieces to you're gonna have to, you are gonna have to cut lots of stuff, but I guess I just don't see where Whedon added really anything of value
1: now that I've seen Snyder's. Uh, and we'll get into what I think he added later, but he... What Whedon cut, the things that he cut in certain scenes don't make a lot of sense. I mean, most... Of, uh, I understand why he did some, but the action scenes, why... You made it right at two hours. And who's to say... Batman vs Superman was, what, 2.30? Yeah, it's a long um, one. The director's cut's like three, I think. And so to add the... Wonder Woman scene in its entirety adds maybe ten seconds, Mm -hmm. maybe it's twenty seconds, but you keep that in there. You know, from what Snyder delivered Mm -hmm. here, the same thing—the Superman fight scene against all the heroes—he cut. Mm -hmm. You know, why cut out those pieces? That's what—that's what people want to see. And then even the the fight scene um, with. Back in the day, with Zeus and Ares mm-hmm. and, and whatnot, uh, he, cut, he he cut that out. It was like, why are you cutting these fight scenes that have already been shot? Right, you know, it, you are, you already have them in the can, and that's what you choose to trim. When you if you just extended it from two hours on the nose to two hours and seven minutes, you could include all those like well, that.
0: half so, uh, baffles. The reason he cut the Zeus scene is because of its ties to Dark Side, right?
1: Like, no. Zeus is in. Zeus attacks Steppenwolf, but they're they're just more in that scene. Okay,
0: yeah, I I I'll tell you, man. My my big takeaway is Whedon should not have another job. I, I, it was a hatchet job well, that he did to this movie. It, it's amazing weird. to me that he did the first two Avengers and then did this.
1: Whedon has some off the field uh, problems where I don't think that's going to be an issue of sure. him directing anytime soon. So for sure. But yeah, I don't, how long can you carry that that Avengers flag? You know, hey, I did Avengers, you know, and then you put this out. But and again, well, he can he can put a lot. He could put this off. You can ex- sit there as we didn't and explain away. I'm trying to save this garbage based on what they told me. You know, like you, you could, I could see somebody making sure, a pitch. He could blame the studios. You blame the studios. This is what I was told to do. Make it happy. But this is what they're giving you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not buying it. I, I think that somebody could have done a much more competent job than that. It's, it's truly, I mean, you, I'm at a two on the original justice league. I think when I first saw it, it was like a three, I'm like two and a half. Now I'm at a two. I, I genuinely, truly dislike the Whedon justice league. And I dislike it even more now that I've seen Snyder's and you know me, I've been sick of Snyder cut. I didn't want to hear about it anymore. I just thought it was overblown or whatever. I, I do still feel like the hype around it and everything was just a lot, but Having now seen the two products uh yeah i mean I, I will never watch the original justice
1: League again now i I liked the original justice League I dislike some very very key points to it um mainly the effects the effects were my problem uh now after seeing Snyder the fact that he cut the the fight scenes in a superhero movie you want to see the cool fight scenes that that's that's hurting my sure my heart i i i, I like I, I
0: cutting the action scenes is bad but to me justice league the first one is the plot is nearly incomprehensible uh it feels like you were dropped into a movie and you missed three movies before it feels like if you had dropped into like infinity war and Endgame game and only seen like five marvel movies like you're just I watched justice league and I'm like, what is going on now? I will say even a little bit of the Snyder cut is still kind of like that because they are rushing things. They are, they are just trying to throw so much at you because they're playing catch up. So the Snyder cut still has that, but the Whedon version is borderline incomprehensible at times with its plot. And then again, it's a tonal mess because it's just trying to be cute on one hand and drive home entirely different plot points that weren't even designed to be in the movie at all. And it's just, it's a miserable experience to watch. I don't like it visually. I don't like any of the characters in it. I don't like Superman, I don't like Batman, I don't like Fla- like I got to the point where I just I genuinely I, I
1: hate Justice League. I hate it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to like just about anything that uh that soups and soups is then. So Yeah, but I think me. they did just, just me. So as wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't oh, know. I mean, they got so Snyder I don't think he understands any of the characters. especially. <laughs> yeah. Truly, I don't think he understands yeah. any of the characters. I do think Wheaton got Batman better. Like, I feel like Joss Wheaton is a Batman fan based on the things that he changed in the movie to make Batman more like Batman in the comics. Now, Snyder would be like, I don't care, this is my Batman, I'm going to make him however I want. Sure, that's valid. But what the things that he changed, and I'll get to that later... We're still not used sure. to this format of not doing spoilers in our main in our main feed. Yeah, you can, you can tell. Um, but he, I feel like he, if he came out and said, "Well, I'm a I'm a die hard Batman fan," I believe that based on uh, what he did. Because John uh, Snyder had no Batman fight scenes. Did you realize that?
0: No, he. Yeah, he did.
1: No. Yeah, Batman, like Batman fight- is not
0: fighting. Batman fights in the in the Gotham Harbor scene and he's out fighting a little bit at the NC. I mean he's
1: driving the Batmobile
0: and whatever he's around. He's driving him the in.
1: Batmobile, he's shooting the the turret guns, but he's not fighting he's not Batman. But he's not hand
0: it, hand to hand as much. He's he's more gadget guy in
1: this one. But I mean he wasn't even a using bit, the gadgets. Joss did. Yeah, but it's added know. added all that. And but he added the, de- the detectiveness and the I, smarts that he's supposed I, to have.
0: I think that's a little unfair to Zack Snyder. I think because if you look at Batman versus Superman, I think he did a lot right with Batman in that movie, for sure. So I think this is more of a product of mm. Batman's role mm. in the Justice League. Is I mean, we'll look at how he researched how to, how to beat Superman. Uh, the first time you see him, he's like... Kryptonite? You know, well, no. Is that but, really research? Oh, I well, just you know I what found I'm saying. A Kryptonite? But he uh you know, the first time you see him, he's like up in a corner and like hiding in the in the corner when the cops are looking at him. He has that one fight scene where he's going to rescue Martha and he's like getting shot in the head. I mean that that scene Sure, is, and
1: Batman versus Superman.
0: I'm not in well, this. right so, so right, but that's what I'm saying is I think he understands Batman. I think what he did in this movie is that now that Batman is surrounded by gods, I mean he's surrounded by Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Superman and Cyborg. I mean, these are people with it, it, powers well beyond him. His his role became I'm the leader and I'm more of gadget guy because I can't go fight Steppenwolf. I can maybe go fight some parademons, but you know, like I think they just put him in that role, but Joss had him fight parody. Uh, but so did, so did Snyder in the, in the, whatchamacallit, um, the Gotham Harbor scene. He's, he's out there zipping around and fighting hand to hand on
1: those guys up there. And uh, not really. I think not he really. was, I think he was, no, I- I watched the Snyder Cut twice, and then I watched the real, the original, and I just think that he he doesn't either like Batman or understand Batman, and I feel like Joss did felt like he needed to add more to Batman's character. So I just,
0: yeah, but Whedon also added stuff that was stupid, like. Sure. You know, he, he added the scene with Batman and Diana where, you know, Batman's taking off his shirt and he's all bruised up and they're sharing a drink or whatever. I forget what that scene's even all about, but like that's just completely
1: not in this movie now. And Right. I'm not saying he didn't add other stuff. I'm just yeah. saying he made Batman's character more like Batman's comics, but mm-hmm. I feel like he did. Yeah.
0: I, I did. I had no problems with Batman in this movie. Other than his voice changer seemed to come and go at times. Like that was the one thing I noticed for sure.
1: Um, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call this a spoiler. No, I'm gonna call this not a spoiler. Okay. Um, Aquaman's lady, yeah, um, has an accent. Mira, yeah, yeah. Not in Aquaman or no. in Whedon's cut. Right, because there was probably so,
0: reshoots for that, and
1: but it's the same scene. So did they just voice? Did she record herself with an accent over that? I don't know. They could have, I, I did
0: notice the accent and I know other people noticed it too. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I will say too, that Aquaman, um, they clearly, <laughs> it's more so evident in the Snyder cut that uh, the intent was for all Atlanteans to talk in air bubbles. Yes. Right. Yes. And they just, they just nicked that in the actual Aquaman movie. They just, which, cause
1: it. honestly, why would you? Well, do you remember if the you hype? live underwater, right? What and only some people can breathe underwater, you know. Based right. on the, that, you are going to make air bubbles so people can talk. I'm, yeah, I am. I am glad that that. Yeah, went it was away. just funny because I remember the
0: hype of being like, "Oh, we've thought of this really creative way for Atlanteans to speak underwater." Because everyone's like, "Well, how are you going to talk underwater?" And they're like, "Well, we got this really, really, really cool way." And clearly, Zach thought this is the way that it's going to be. And then when James Wan came in and did Aquaman, like, "Yeah, no,
1: we're not doing that. We're not doing the we're air not bubbles." Do- we're just gonna go ahead and have them talk underwater, right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I mean, so it came out last week or two weeks ago that this is not canon. Well, we we know that we know why now because it ruins so many other movies. You know, it ruins Wonder Woman. It ruins. Oh, hold uh, on. Why? Yeah. It, how? How or why does it ruin Wonder Woman? Uh, you saw Ares, right? the big CGI goofy look guy that was not the same areas. Aquaman. He, uh, staring at the trident that he, the whole movie is for him trying to get.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They at least explain how he, well, he, right. So, okay. He's staring at the King's trident, but right. yeah, he, he has to go find it in,
1: in Aquaman. his movie. Yeah. 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 But again, it's just, there, there's a lot of things they go through. It's like, well, they just kind of threw that away. Sure. Well, the the reason I
0: hesitated on the Aquaman thing was because one of my issues with the weeding cut is Aquaman just randomly shows up with armor and a trident <laughs> midway through that movie. And you're just like, what the hell? Where did this come from? I mean, I guess yeah, I just assume, okay, he's had it, but why wouldn't he have it all the time? And then at least in this movie, they're like, oh, here's here's the armor and your mom's trident. You know what I mean? Like,
1: they at least say that in this movie. Sure. But at the same time, when you're helping fishermen with food, you don't need your armor. But no, it was... War. He goes it was to find just his armor.
0: weird because, like, you know, when he is, you know, goes to fight Steppenwolf the first time, he doesn't have it, and I know he doesn't have it in this movie, but they at least show him getting it later. So you are like, oh, okay, he didn't have it then. So that's one thing you would have left in. Yeah, Willem was long hair. Well, that's fine. I mean, yeah, Willem looked weird, but I mean, it was. You can definitely see how Snyder was trying to set up other movies. Now, so I don't really put that
1: on, but the other movies are already in production, right?
0: Well, yeah, but you know he had a hand in them. You know he was telling them, here's how we're doing this, here's what we're setting up. But as soon as it got changed, then, you know, they they have to go off the new version. So, yes, I, although I think if I was DC, I would just go ahead and say this one's canon. Forget the Whedon cut. Let's just move on. Like, we can all look past the, you know, okay, Wonder Woman, Ares look different. Fine. We we recast people all the time in movies, you know,
1: deal with it. (laughs) So, a couple other things. Before we get to uh, spoilers, uh, the music, Snyder Cut, yeah. is awful. I don't it's know if so he didn't bad. have a budget or he wasn't allowed to use, which doesn't make any sense. He couldn't use the Wonder Woman theme. Well, you know? they they did use the Wonder Woman theme. They just
0: <laughs> led it with it a minute of chanting every time she came on the screen. So instead of like the amazing moment in Batman vs Superman where she comes in and her music hits, and it's one of the best moments of the movie... Every time she shows up on screen here, you have to listen to thirty seconds of chants before you can faintly hear her music, and it just—it makes every entry of her just miserable. Like you don't even want her to come on screen. Like no, no, no more Wonder
1: Woman. I'm, I can't take the music. <laughs> she has one of the clearly in all of Snyder's themes. She has the best. Yes, and 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 I think one of one of the best of all time. her theme music is just so powerful, and you know yep. that's Wonder Woman. You hear it. And one thing that Joss did was he put her front and center mm-hmm. and that was like, boom, there's Wonder Woman. That's her theme. And you can feel the drums. You get, you're just in it. Uh, this, you could barely hear her theme, you know? And yeah. like you said, I had some ladies screaming over the top of it. And I did <laughs> that and all the, just all the music just was just totally yeah. off. And my, like when the, there's a group of them together and then they, it's like, okay, it's ramping up to something then it stops. Yeah. And then it ramps up again and then it stops. And it's like, like my wife goes, Is this just like a placeholder? Like did they just have a placeholder music and yeah. they're like, We're gonna put something in later for this. Uh, but all, all of it was so tonally bad. Yeah, uh, they 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 didn't use uh your white stripes, which I thought might might hurt you. Uh, uh you know bit. I always
0: felt like the weird thing to me was I'm pretty sure that was in the trailer, the white stripe song. It it was, um, yeah. I also felt like it didn't really fit in justice league as much as I love the white stripes. But, um, I also thought it was weird that Snyder went away from it in favor of something that didn't, uh, it d- didn't make it any better. It was just not good. And it's, it's honestly like one of the few times where he uses slow motion. Where I'm like, Oh yeah, that's good. Cause it's Momoa standing at the end of the dock and the water crashing in all around. Him. I mean, it's, it's a very, very awesome looking scene. And I didn't think Icky Thump fit it, and I didn't think whatever he picked fit it. So like, I, I don't know, like why we are why we're having troubles finding music for this.
1: Yeah, you had, you know, White Stripes going, you know, over like oh, this is Aquaman. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and Snyder's this the slow, you know, just totally bringing you down. Yeah, like like what like this is like this is his this is Aquaman. You know, uh-huh. this is you're seeing him be. He's slamming bottles, you know? Especially when he's such
0: a dude bro, right? Like he's, you know, that kind of epic music doesn't fit him. He's he's my man. Like that's his whole thing is like that shtick. So like don't give him, I I, I guess if I had to pick, the White Stripes is more in line with it, even though I still don't think it's a right pick, but it's certainly not whatever Snyder went. And let's, the Villagers singing was so (laughs) unbelievably bad.
1: I was saving
0: that for the spoilers, but I'm fine with you putting it right here. What the hell was that? And it, it goes on 30 seconds longer than it should. You're like, what is... Oh, God, get this it's, to stop. It's
1: a minute and 10 seconds. I timed Holy it the second time. Holy hell. I stopwatched it because the first, it's at the beginning of the movie, and that was the first time that I seen that my brain went, this is four hours because they leave crap like this in. Yeah. The villagers singing off Momoa. Yeah. Like, What? And it's it's so bad. The the song's bad. The the yeah. the way that you put it in there is bad. Um, and it's a minute and ten seconds. Like it's and it feels like five minutes. Yeah. It, it like why is this in here?
0: Yeah, I don't think there's a single musical cue in the movie. I, I think maybe some of the stuff around Spider uh, Spider Man, Superman worked because they just they went to his theme.
1: Um, but not his original theme. Not his. Uh, his throwback theme, no. It's the it's the Man of Steel music, right? Yeah, but we we threw the the original yeah. at the very end when he came back. Which when he uh, he also
0: know. threw in the Burton or Elfman Batman, I don't remember if Snyder left that yeah. in or not. No, okay, yeah. which is fine. I, like that, none of that makes any sense to me, anyways. Like, why would you add it? Other yeah, than nostalgia and kind I, of make I, you feel. Yeah, bit in the feels. but yeah. it's also just messy, right? Like, okay, like I know what you are doing, but it has no relevance. Like, I don't know. So, yeah, I am one hundred percent with you. Like, it it got to the point, I, and I legitimately i i sent you a message during the movie. I am like, they are ruining every Wonder Woman scene. Every single yes. one is is just unbearable. Like, I would honestly go back and fix it, like reupload it to HBO Max with some new music, uh, or like just take away the chance and and make it be Diana's music. It, and everything I've read online. Is everybody saying the same thing? Like, what? Oh, what is this?
1: There's memes. There's there's all sorts of videos of people mocking it. It's yeah. it's it's the problem with with the Snyder Cut. It's a main like the music. Music makes the movies, you know. And it it's a big it's a big flop on that right that side. Well, and it's sad too because the winner of Batman
0: versus Superman was Wonder Woman, and then they parlayed that into Wonder Woman the first one, which was great. I mean, solid. Everybody, generally speaking, mm-hmm. I think everybody liked Wonder Woman. And now, between Wonder Woman 84 and the Snyder Cut, uh, you know, I'm questioning whether I whether she's on the right track now, too. So I'm like, what character do we have in DC right now that is even remotely on the right track?
1: Which is why WB as a whole is making a new Superman with nobody connected and a new Batman with a brand new universe. They don't know what they're doing. They just know this is a heap. But they also know that they don't even know if they're continuing this or not. Like, is the right. Matt
0: Reeves, Robert Pattinson, Batman just separate from this and we're going to run them in parallel? Or is the new, you know, ta Coates, Superman with J.J. Abrams, is that just separate or is it connected? Like,
1: I don't nobody know. Nobody knows. I got one more question for you okay. before we get to spoilers: the uh, 4-3 ratio. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on why we are now in a box?
0: Well, so what I read is that he wanted it to be on IMAX, and I guess you have to film it like that for
1: IMAX. Okay, <clears throat> great, cool. You're you're doing this for HBO Max. Right. You know this going in. I, I don't know if it would have cost too much to
0: like go back and to the originals and re-scale it Calibrate. to the right. I, I genuinely don't know, but it, it literally adds nothing to the experience. And you throwing up a disclaimer that says we're... My guess is it was a cost savings thing, right? Like they we're gonna throw up something, and say we're just to adhere to Zach's create creative vision. We're gonna leave it at four three. Uh, okay. Well, my guess is you just didn't want to pay to go reshift everything
1: from four three to whatever the the right aspect ratio is for normal stuff. Yeah, and his explanation for it of I want to make the the people are so big and so tall that I you know I didn't want it squished into a widescreen. I'm like, no, you cut off the edges of. What I would say, ninety nine point nine percent of Americans' TVs, and who's still using the box TV, that it would have fit perfectly in. Yeah, uh, like you know, this is HBO Max. You know, that's the this is where this movie's going. Is it ever going to go to IMAX at four hours? I can't. Right. I can't see that happening. Maybe at a special showing to where okay, then it happens to fit. So you keep that one in the can, but you make it fit for a yeah for the an audience that that's the only way they're going to see it. Mm -hmm. And even if it does go to theaters, the very few people that actually see it in IMAX, you know, versus the right. So when it does go to theaters, if it ever did, you're going to have the bars on the sides like that. I don't
0: I I don't I don't feel like that's true, because I feel like even when you go see IMAX movies, you you get that version. But if you go see because there's movies that film in a regular format and then shift to IMAX for certain scenes, it's like the Dark Knight when. Uh, like, the opening Joker scene is, is IMAX formatted, like, specifically for that. But then the rest of the movie's fine. You know, he just shifts aspect ratios based on yeah. whatever scenes are made for IMAX or not.
1: Well, like, WandaVision shifted, but that was telling a different sure. story when you're in the TV and when you're at the right. TV. So it was part of the storytelling. This is this is just either expense, which they're not admitting, which they right. should have, um, or I just think a, a poor, poor vision and not knowing your medium. My guess is it's the expense. It,
0: their their disclaimer is just a way of saying, look, we didn't want to go back and we're already paying extra money to do this. We're not going to pay extra to reformat everything to fit your TV. Just kind of deal with it as it is. No. <laughs> I think that's truly what it is.
1: Okay. Okay. So we're going to give you our code right now. Okay. Are you ready for our code yeah. that you're going to send us? To see Chaos Walking. Uh, <laughs> to download Chaos Walking. To download. To, yes, probably to own it. download. Yeah. You, you, will, you will own it after you download it. So our code this week is release the Snyder sequel. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> That's for well. you. So yeah. flood. Garrett's Inbox, release <laughs> the Snyder sequel, and you'll get so, your digital download.
0: Yeah, so you can email us at twoviewsmovies at com. You can DM us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of
1: those. But yeah, don't put it in public, because then you might get last in line. That's true. Yeah, we have a limited amount, so hope hope you get there first. Yep. Um, so... But now we're going to move to spoilers. Unless well, you have anything are, else are, to add. Are we going to say what we rated it before
0: we before we jump to spoilers?
1: Oh, okay. We, we usually do, don't we? I mean, We, we do. Usually, we usually tell we them do. what we thought
0: about the movie before we move on. We do. So I, I'm genuinely interested to know where you're at because I think you were at a four on the Whedon cut, and I'm at a two on the Whedon cut. So I'm very, very curious where you're at on the Snyder cut because, I mean, logic would say... If you like this better, you should be at
1: four and a half or five on Snyder cut, which I'm not. Okay, which I'm not. Um, and and truly, four hours has a lot to do with it. I mean, there, there's no well, getting around. Sure. There's no getting around the re- rewatchability, even though I did. Uh, that four hours, pain, for sure. And, but I have a Superman bias. You know, mm-hmm. I have a, a superhero bias.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so we are, uh, after watching Joss again. I did lower that. Okay? Um the Snyderverse comes in at at 4 stars cuz I do get my I do get my superhero movies. And yeah. so I think it, it it fits there. Um it is competently made.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: I have major issues with it that I could drop another star or at least half a star, but I feel like right now before we go into spoilers and I get to get all worked up that i'm at uh out of four for the snyder and I dropped the Wheaton. how far did you drop dropheeddon I wanna say three and a half, but it's probably a three okay
0: okay um i I'm torn on snyder cut between three and three and a half uh and i again like you I'm saying the the biggest factor is four hours man like while I don't wanna ever watch the weeden cut again I mean four hours. i mean it's 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 half a work day you know like i mean you can't just (laughs) you can't just sit down and do it um i think i'm at a three i mean i'm going to be honest the snyder cut is undoubtedly in my mind better than the whedon cut like it's not even debatable to me the snyder cut is the best version uh by far but that doesn't make it a great movie it just makes it better than the weed and cut is all it really does. Um now in the Pantheon of DC movies, um, you know, it's up the list now. It's you know, ahead of eighty four, it's ahead of Suicide Squad. You know I mean eighty four. Sure. That's not even worth saying. Uh, well, but I have the original Justice League. I mean, those Justice League and eighty four are gonna be down there duking it out for who wants to be the no, worst movie. Justice League is
1: eighty four is atrocious and uh, unwatchable. Justice League is
0: not, not, not much better um so i mean it's a solid dc movie it's not better than man of steel for me um i'd have to think about some of the other ones better than batman vs superman for me but i think i'm at a three i think that that's fair i mean i would probably be at three and a half if it wasn't so damn long um and and one last spoiler free question i have for you because we're kind of you know beating a dead horse on the runtime here but what did you think about the the chapters or parts you know six parts you know like he Throws up the title card, divides it up like you know, unnecessary.
1: Okay, I mean, yeah, o- I, only I only if you're looking for a good stopping point to go pee, you know, <laughs> or so, or so the or gosh, thing. <laughs> these are our little intermissions. These are <laughs> our okay. We we had enough tonight. Let's let's yeah. pick up the other parts later. Like that's the only only value that those bring.
0: So we talked last episode about the rumors of an intermission, and I guess I can kind of see exactly how somebody would say. Uh, I think there's kind of an intermission <laughs> kind of. <of-ish? laughs> yeah. So I, I remember you you were you made a joke. You're like, how does a rumor about an intermission get right. started? Like well, what, no. is that? A, but now you can kind of see, well, it's a six part Chapters. plus an epilogue, so it's like, okay, you can have an intermission whenever you want. You need it one hour? You need it two or three? You know, whatever. Take your pick.
1: Yep. yep. Okay. Touche. So we're, we're, two we're rumor a, guy.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> we're in agreement. I it sounds like that we both prefer the Snyder cut to the Whedon cut. Um you lowered your your weed and cut down. Mine's been going down ever since. And that you know, we're we're you're at a four, three and a half. Is that what you said? Four, I think, is where you finally landed. I'm, I'm at a four right now at this exact moment. Okay. And and I'm I'm at a three. I wouldn't yell at somebody about a three and a half though. So okay, now I think we're ready for spoilers. Let's move it on. All right, let's go. This is your last chance. After this there is no turning back. All right. Well, we had a lot of
1: things that we punted, so we want to go. Oh, I got to start at the top. I guess I have I have all my notes here and I have I got to start at the top. Oh, uh, this is one thing that we changed that I'm glad he did. The Superman scream. So Superman's scream of why does Superman matter at all to the mother box?
0: This thing has been on
1: on Earth for 5,000 years. 5,000 years it's been here. And Superman has only been active maybe five, maybe five years. (laughs) Right. And has no interaction with with Steppenwolf or any, any of this. So if anything should have caused Steppenwolf to be alerted, it's Cyborg. Sure. Right, So it's them opening one and, and activating Cyborg. That's what should have started all this. Not Superman screaming and and then all of a sudden, ooh, your guardian is dead. Your guardian's only been here that you know about for this many years of 5,000. Right. It should have either been Cyborg or something with Diana. Right. You know, Diana's been alive for 5,000 years. Oh, something happened to her. She left the island, or I guess, sure. 100 years ago, or something with her that caused that purpose. Now, I Mm. I hate both versions of why they they did that, but the Superman scream made no sense to me. But, okay, so
0: I had a thought around the Superman scream, but then you kind of undercut me because you're right. They used the mother box to, well, okay, hold on. I was trying to think if we knew the timing of when Cyborg was created in relation to
1: when Superman died a year before, according to the movie.
0: Okay. Because
1: according I was going to,
0: ba- to-, oh, to Joss. Well, I was trying to backtrack into the fact that if you remember in Batman versus Superman, um, the scene where Bruce is pulling up the metahumans on his computer, there's Aquaman underwater, there's Flash at the convenience store. And then the mm-hmm. cyborg one is when he's, his dad is experimenting on him. He's like hooked up right. to the thing. Okay. So clearly that had to happen while Superman was still alive. Hence the mother box was open while Superman was still alive. Right. So, Because my thought initially was that the scream, because they show it cracking the two mother boxes in Amazon and Atlantia.
1: Well, when just his, the one.
0: When it, I thought it cracked both of them. Like the, the containers okay, well, that they had okay. built around him. So my yeah. thought was that his scream cracked open the mother boxes and that's what allowed the communication to start happening. Now, that doesn't make sense because to your point, the one's in the wide open already anyways because of the experiments on Cyborg. However, I guess maybe you could make some roundabout really messy logic and say, well, he, it wasn't strong enough to communicate until all
1: three you know, could, could communicate. I, I don't know. But his scream, for some reason, a Kryptonian who they've never met before, uh, scream unlocks the mother box, but doesn't like, shatter every building in uh, the world. But, you know, it, well,
0: and it would have killed like half of humanity, right? It's like what they said about <laughs> you know when Krakatoa, you know, <laughs> right.
1: erupted. Like it, like it, the sound of it literally killed people. Like, yeah, I know. Yes. Yeah. So the fact that it's tied to Superman makes makes no sense to me. And they could have, and both of them tried to do that. Right, um, But at least Josh kind of downplayed it a little bit more. But it should have been somebody messing with it, which was perfect because that's how they use Cyborg. You know? Right. Like that's maybe uh, he was experimenting on it, but when he finally uploaded something into him, you know, or he finally right. became aware, I, I don't know, whatever well, Cyborg is. Okay. Does, so maybe he unleashes it on that accident. That ties into something I had a thought of, and I don't know whether I like it or not, but I wanted
0: to ask you is like, should they have just made Cyborg the third mother box? Like, he just, you know, kind of kind of became the mother box.
1: Like the Dreamstone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't like that now. Uh, okay. Take, I take uh, it. Uh, it just I mean, seemed like it might maybe. have made for a more interesting movie where they're, like, trying to keep hold of Cyborg. Because, I mean, by all intents and purposes, he kind of acts like he is... technology of the mother box right he he is a change agent now or whatever but yeah um so i was just gonna say like i i don't i i thought one of my biggest plot issues with whedon's thing kind of ties into your point here because the way the whedon script goes is that steppenwolf comes because the kryptonians no longer here which again, to your point, makes zero sense because he's only been Superman for like five years max, right? You know, um, so that literally made no sense. But the other thing I didn't like about the Whedon version is the the plot angle of oh, the world misses Superman so much, and you know, the world's just gone to hell now because Superman's not here. Because to me, that also didn't make sense because again, he's only been here five years, like it's, and we don't get to experience a lot of that in the movies. So I I dislike Whedon's version a lot more. While I don't like the Kryptonian scream. I, I, if I had to pick one, I'm going Kryptonian screen because I get to get rid of one of the plot lines that I hate in the other movie.
1: Well, and that's they actually you're right. Joss Whedon has all of a sudden Superman's mourned and missed, which he is because they built a statue to him. Sure, um, but it actually feels like the exact opposite in Snyder's universe. If people don't like Superman, you know, but but then when he dies, all of a sudden there's flags everywhere, in, in both of honoring Superman, they didn't give him that. Yeah. Uh, the world loves him, which Yep. Is, and
0: it's it and they should goes, yeah, and that goes back to our point of like that's just from being rushed. He he yeah. just made himself known in Bat uh, in Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. He, then he fights and and dies in Batman versus Superman. You you it's a completely unearned plot line to have like he's our world savior and I'll say and honestly, it even plays a little shallow in the Snyder cut in the sense that like I don't think they did a good enough job of getting our heroes to the point where they truly feel like they need Superman. Like I wish Steppenwolf had beat the crap out of all of them Mm -hmm. terribly, terribly bad to the point where like, we have no other option. We got to go get Superman. Now in the Whedon version, the way they arrive at needing Superman is awful. Like it's just like Bruce just wants to do it. And I know he's supposed to feel guilt, but none of it is earned in the Whedon version. At least in this version, they, they kind of work their way up to it. I mean, hell I say they work their way up to it. They spend three hours before they get to Superman, but it works better for me in the Snyder version. I just, that's my, one of my biggest issues with all of this is just like everything around Superman is too rushed and unearned. And
1: I, and I don't like it. I agree. I agree. And it doesn't make sense to the plot. And I'm going to go back to a couple of things when I'm making this point of, uh, based on what you just said. So I, mentioned earlier, Steppenwolf should have been the main bad that Josh, that Joss Sweet did. They go back in time. And they show Darkseid jump off the ship and do a super is a uh, superhero landing, which stupid. If you know anything about Darkseid, he would have just stood up there and looked ominous, you know, watching his people kill until he had to get his hands dirty. I, I feel like that's Darkseid. You want him to be this big, powerful, big bad? Gosh, he's gonna take over the world. You see, Ares go Thor like and plunge it into his chest. Exactly like Thanos, by the way. That yes. whole scene. You know, and you have Ares that did it, right? Yeah. Ares basically kills Darkseid. Yeah. On his own. Yeah. By himself. You haul off Darkseid. And I'm not scared of him anymore. Diana yeah. beat Ares by herself. Superman kicks the crap out of Diana. So Superman has no problem with Darkseid. I'm I am no longer scared of Darkseid. Right. So and then it also messes with Steppenwolf's plotline Of Steppenwolf, had that been him, like Joss, Joss has, so Steppenwolf comes to Earth, tries to gets pushed back by Earth's defenders. Um, he could have been nearly died. He could take the thorax to the chest and be almost killed. That makes more sense why he's exiled. His dark side, like you couldn't take over this world. Uh, you know, screw you, you're done. That that makes more sense of why he would try to come back and prove himself. Right, and so Loki at that it, point. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, so it that makes more sense of why he was here. And then they try to tie in this anti-life oh. equation which makes zero sense of Oh, dark side I found it. Wait, you mean you found it because for some reason I forgot that I found it 5 5,000 years ago? Yeah. Like I found the one thing that I was looking for all my life. All, you know. Right. And then I forgot about it or where it was? Well,
0: and I'll add on to that they don't do a good job of exp- of showing or explaining that he discovered it it looks like he did it right cuz he hits his big <laughs> hammer or whatever it is and it, it, you yeah. you think that he he inscribed that so you're kind of like he found it like i'm i'm not sure i'm following and then not to it, mention like their the exposition of like what the anti-life equation even is or does I mean it's over with in like a sentence or two but you're just kind of like okay yeah, which they would
1: get they would get into in the third movie in theory. Sure. because uh, that was kind of the whole basis behind it of what he was his vision. But right. they said in it that he found it five thousand right. years ago here on Earth. Yeah. And then Steppen was like, Hey, I found it. Like, why wasn't Darkseid all always just for the last five thousand years just attacking Earth uh, to get this yeah. one thing, this one thing that he wants. Right. Somehow he forgot. Like I don't, it, apparently he forgot
0: that he was beaten by Ares on the same planet where he found the anti-life equation. You're right. You know, and, <laughs> Oh,
1: yeah. oh, the it's big ax wound. That's right. where was that? I don't yeah. remember. Nobody in my <laughs> army remembers where that was. We seem to have lost it in the cosmos somehow. Yeah. Um, Along with, Oh, and I happened to lose my ultimate weapon there too. Sure. But I forgot where, where this was. So here's, here's a question I want to ask you. Like
0: it, The the mother boxes was was a really, uh, that was a terrible choice, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, for a number of different reasons. Like the one obvious thing is like we just went down the terraforming path in Man of Steel, right? Zod's whole goal was to terraform Earth. Now now we're basically doing it again. The other one, like, do you really want three boxes when Marvel has you know five stones? Like. At least have five boxes, right? Well, yeah, at least, like, why not six? Like, don't go lower
1: than them. Like, let's go one more than them. But, like, the 10 boxes.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, w- yeah. why? A- and it- and if your goal was to do the anti life equation, then, like, spend your time introducing that and the concept of what that is and why it would be terrible for Darkseid to get that, as opposed to this subplot of Steppenwolf terraforming worlds f- for no real reason other than just to take over worlds. Like, I, I just, there's some thing, and what's weird about all this timing is that Justice League technically came out before Infinity War and Endgame, so like the weirdness of, of the axe thing is almost like coincidental because this would have been done before uh, Infinity War. Um but in
1: Joss's version, the axe hits the back of Steppenwolf. Well, sure, but we don't. I and guess then what they I'm pull saying it is, away. i guess what I'm so, saying so is, he had to have he had to have made Dark Side there get stabbed in the exact same. Well, but chest what I'm with. saying is, who's to say that that wasn't always there, right? Like, because yeah. it was all CGI and they hadn't done it yet.
0: Well, I, you don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, it would be yeah. interesting to know that, but um, I I just the mother boxes are confusing. They
1: don't make a lot of sense in the end. It's but, just, but, but hold on, go go back to that. What? But Snyder has seen Endgame. In Infinity War. So even if that was your yours first, right. change it. Have them hit somewhere else.
0: Sure. I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I was just saying it's a, it's an interesting thing to think about when, you know, who who did what first in some of these parallels because technically Justice League came out first. But the world has seen Thor do it first. I, I agree. I agree. I, but I just, back to my original point, I think the mother box is where Terrible decision, just outright terrible. They don't explain it well. Even the the Snyder Cut spends more time on them and, and does actually, with a major, major, major exposition dump from Diana when she goes mm-hmm. to the thing and sees Darkseid, and, and her voice acting there is just god awful. Um, th- they do give you the, a little bit more context.
1: I just think it's a terrible plot point that they should not have gone with. Well, I have some more on the Mother Box uh, okay. at the very end. Uh, Darkseid. Like, oh, uh, Dasat, who came right out of Ready Player One, by the way. Um, I don't know if you, you noticed that he looked exactly like the bad guy of Ready Player One. Which guy is this? Sad, uh, the the right hand guy. Is uh, he the one side. that looks
0: exactly like Corvus Glaive?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, he literally looks exactly like him.
1: Yeah, I went Ready Player One. Uh, okay. I, I deleted you know that the guy movie I'm talking about. No. I, I oh. hated
0: Ready Player once. So I don't remember it. Well,
1: Look it up. He looks to okay. it. But anyway, he goes, without the mother boxes, how are we going to get to Earth? And then Darkseid says, ready the Armada. We'll do it the old ways. Wait, you haven't had the mother boxes for 5,000 years. Yeah. So now you're going go to go... How have you been conquering these other planes? Or the old ways are, are what we've been doing for the last 5,000 years. Well, and do the mother boxes, are, are those what allow the portals to happen? Well, like that's according to Darkseid, I guess, at the end of the movie. Like, the boom tubes, I thought were... That's what, that's what they call them when he transports. I thought they were, you know, just part of what Apocalypse has to yeah, offer. Yeah, and uh, But according to... Now that the mother boxes, that, that last throwaway line at the end of, you know, we'll, we'll ready the armadas, we'll, we'll do the old ways. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah.
0: The, the, so, the, most of the ending of this movie... Is uh a mess.
1: <laughs> we're not we're not gonna get to the ending yet. I'm still on my <laughs> sure. boxes. Right. So Amazons get one, Atlanians get one, and uh humans get it. Right. Yeah. You may not have known this because you watched them in the opposite version. The humans who buried it like three feet deep into the into the ground. <laughs> right. Uh smart. <laughs> Good work, humans. Uh-huh. Uh did you notice who found him? No. In Snyder's version, the Nazis found it in World oh, yeah. War Two. Okay, yes, I remember him Cyborg talking about that. Yep. In Whedon's version, the English found it in World War One. Really? Like what? So you just because you didn't want to mention Nazis? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe but, you're but, trying to tie it back to Wonder Woman, uh, the I, new movie coming out. Whether she wanted maybe. to, I don't know. But I thought that was a. A strange and unnecessary change. Yeah, it's not necessary. And in
0: fact, the Nazis work better because if you know the history of the occult and all that kind of stuff, right. always
1: lurking for that stuff. Yeah, right. yeah. indie's done it. Right, you know, yeah, not that makes sense. Red Skull right. is doing it. Like right. we're, <laughs> we're
0: conditioned to understand that Nazis look for evil stuff.
1: Is that is that why? Because Red Skull did it that they tried to change it. I don't know. Anyway. Who knows? So okay, that that's your one box. The other box in Atlantis, mm-hmm. open air. Right? Mm-hmm. right, it's underwater. Anybody can swim in and out. Yeah, not protected at all. Nope. But then we get to the Amazons. This cave-like fortress with a giant hole in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's sh- that's looking directly at the mother box. This whole thing right. is supposed to be protected. Yeah, and there's a giant hole in the ceiling of this thing. Hey, it's worked for five thousand years. Seal it. We've got to seal it. <laughs> right. and, but wait, there's a giant hole in the top. Even if we do seal it, how are we gonna get out of the hole? But seal it, and so we're just gonna show off these Amazon's abs as we're we're wrecking this thing. And so uh-huh. we're sealing the cave. I'm not I'm not gonna complain about that because that's pretty cool of them smashing mm-hmm. that. But she gets out and her sealing the cave causes it to fall into the ocean. Yeah. Was that I, I, a design I, for this? I, I
0: don't know if we were supposed to assume that Steppenwolf like wreaked havoc in there and caused it to fall, like, and
1: we just weren't shown that or what. Oh, the whole Amazon portrait guarding it—the giant hole in the ceiling—really, really bugs the crap out of me. <laughs> it, it should have been dug underground or something like that. Like that's... It,
0: it doesn't bother me because I assume the boom tubes can get you wherever you want to go. So that was going to yes. be regardless. right. Yeah. It should. But any other, any other villain can just walk up the top and no, jump, Nobody else knew jump about him. I guess they felt like they could handle it. They could
1: other... see in the giant cave. Sure. Steve Trevor could have found it by just looking in a, uh-huh. in a hole. Yeah. I, and so I'm not too I, worried I, about that one. Both, both versions had that. So both, I, that's dumb. Yeah. That there's a giant uh, hole my, in the ceiling.
0: My problem is less with that. I do like that they made the Amazon fight a lot bigger and better. Um, because it seemed like he, he struggled a lot more to get the mother box from them. They didn't really fix that with the Atlanteans fight. Like, it, it's... I don't know. I'd have to go back and think about that because I know in the Whedon version, it's it feels like it's over in 30 seconds. Like, he boom tubes in, mm-hmm. boom tubes out, and it's just like, okay, really? That that was it? I think it's a little bit longer. This I mean, I know he fought...
1: All Aquaman the fight in, are longer in, in, in Snyder.
0: Okay, I, yeah. that's what it's kind of what I thought. But generally speaking, I would say it, it still feels like the Atlantean fight is not enough, considering like that's one of their prime directives is to <laughs> ensure nobody gets the mother box.
1: Yeah, and it was just Mira, right? Like she was like him. There was her a and other one other guy. That, yeah, yeah, and one can can you swim in that armor? Like uh, I was like, wow, that's that's pretty. Yeah, you know, he can do whatever he uh, wants. Apparently, but I mean, at least have in, a little in, those, bit
0: of a, in those. Go ahead. I was going to say, at least have a little bit of a a line in there about like we don't protect it because we we hid it far away. You know, like I, I don't know. It's and that wouldn't have made a or, whole lot of sense either. But
1: or we've been protecting this for so long, people have forgotten about it. Yeah, you know, at least at least throw that kind of thing. Or like that's five thousand years over. ago.
0: <laughs> I do love that the one that was hidden three feet in the dirt is the last one to get discovered. Like,
1: <laughs> hey, sometimes <laughs> simpler is better. <laughs> Just put it right here yeah but i but to your original point which started me down this path was they had no problem fighting seven women. yeah you know any of them you know the the amazon like he was okay even when he confronted uh wonder woman in underneath the harbor it was uh you could have stopped me had you been there you know you probably could which in joss's was um my axe is still uh, wet from the blood of your sisters. You know, it's like, like you're, you're just another one. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's fighting him, but a Steppenwolf in and Snyder's acknowledge that all these heroes are better than him, mm-hmm. you know, and even got worked around by just Aquaman, you know? And it was, it doesn't like you, like you mentioned, I don't feel like they needed Superman to handle him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't think they made it... Like, the, the thing for me with the Amazons was, I think it was like a sheer numbers thing. Like, if it's me versus, you know, a first grader, I can take one of them. But if you add, like, a hundred of them, like, at some point, I'm going to get overpowered. So I I feel like the Amazon thing works out that way, where it's like a, a numbers game. Less so on the Atlantean side. The only one he really fights is Arthur. And I guess you you, you got to kind of make Arthur out to be at least somewhat... You know, able to throw a few blows with
1: with Steppenwolf. Yeah. So I didn't. I mean so, really... you not know, No, saying that that's that's a problem of bringing in Aquaman is you don't know his power set. You don't know how right. strong he is. Right. Um, When he's fighting Steppenwolf, is this just a guy who can swim, or is he have Superman level strength? I don't sure. know. Yeah. And so, and and that's that's an issue with this movie is I don't know how to compare him. You know Diana's skill set. She's. You know, she's up there, but when he's fighting one on one with Steppenwolf, it's like I yep. don't feel like you put the Flash, Batman, Wonder Woman, all all these people together to fight Steppenwolf, and they're gonna have no problem with.
0: It. Right, but they try that in the Harbor <clears throat> fight, and it doesn't go well. Now eh, they're fighting all a pair demons. E- true, and that's where that was your chance to have him really, really, really stick it to the Justice Thump League, him. like yeah. really, really hurt Batman. You know. I don't know how you would neutralize flash, but you know what I'm saying? Like that was your chance. I mean, it really, you could probably set the, the precedent with Diana. Right. But I guess even by that point, Wonder Woman, the first one's not out yet. So you're really not even quite sure her power set at that point. I mean, we are now, but putting ourselves back in justice league 2017, you're not. Um, but you know, I needed to feel like they left that fight, um, really, really destroyed. Like, they're all like, oh my God, like we have, we literally have no shot. Like,
1: and, and we that, are out of, we are out of our league here. Yeah. Ungendered. And that
0: leads you naturally to look, our only chance is like, like, and it can't, it can't be like quick, like, okay, we got to go resurrect Superman. It's sort of like, we got the shit beat out of us. We don't know how we're going to do this. And then once you start to learn more about the mother boxes through cyborg stuff, like, okay, so you're saying there's a chance we can get soups back. Right? Like we can, we, we all agree that we need this, but that piece feels really unearned because they all kind of leave that. I mean, the only person who leaves that fight really hurt is uh, Flash, who's limping because he got you know shot in the leg or whatever. But everybody else right. just leaves, you know, like okay, we're back at the Batcave now. Let's
1: talk to Alfred about what we what we want to do here. Yeah, what, what did we learn? <laughs> we yeah, learned, I mean, really nothing. It's like okay, we'll get him next time. Like like that's what their mindset was. Yeah, and you're right. They should have just gotten thumped, like royally right. thumped.
0: Well, okay, we'll compare it back to, you know, Infinity War and stuff. Uh, Thanos has his way with, you know, the kind of dispatch of Thor pretty easily. They they tie him up in the metal and stuff, and then he goes to town on the Hulk. It sets the precedent that, okay, this is this is trouble. This is a problem. This is next level. Yeah, right. And you needed to do that with Steppenwolf because not because Steppenwolf's awesome, but because you need to have the reason for their panic and needing to get Superman back.
1: I I 100% agree, and that's why I feel like they took away Steppenwolf, and they took away the threat of Darkseid by that one scene 5,000 years ago. I mean, but let's just say that that's just common sense.
0: If you're setting up a big bad guy, like the biggest, the baddest guy, why show him getting neutralized? Losing.
1: Sure, losing. It
0: doesn't make any sense. That would be like Drago losing his first fight when you first see yeah. him and then he's like we're going to set this big fight between Rocky and Drago. Well, I just saw Drago lose. So like is this am I supposed to be scared? Like yeah. if Clubber Lang had lost two of his first three fights, am I worried that he's going to go beat Rocky too? No, I'm not. Like so why would you do that?
1: Yeah. I, and that's that that's my biggest problem with this is again Villain maketh the movie. Right. You know, I just said music, music and villain. But yeah. but, but this is a villain, and I don't care that Darkseid's coming, because I know, you know, by, you know... Using yeah, the math, process, transitive properties. Uh, the transitive property. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going for, that he stands no chance yeah. against Superman alone, much yep. less the
0: rest of the Justice League. Yeah. Like, that's... But uh, you, you make that, an interesting point, too, though, that... There's a power scale problem, and it's across mm-hmm. all the characters. It's between Steppenwolf and Darkseid. It's between Aquaman, Flash, Wonder Woman, Superman. Like, you, you just don't have a good understanding of their skill set and their. I, I shouldn't say skill set. You, you do, because, you know, Flash is fast, and Aquaman. It, it's their power scale. Like, what are we dealing with here? Like, Marvel okay. spent a lot of time setting up a hierarchy where you've got Hulk and Thor, like, who's stronger? You've got Cap, who's on a different level and stuff like that but in d c now you're just like, "I know you all have powers, but like you know, why can Arthur Curry drop out of the sky and surfboard on a parademon he He can swim and he can talk to fish. I get that, but like why, why can he surf That makes
1: complete sense to me, right, you know what I'm saying, yeah.
0: like it's just weird, and like and you are still coming to grips with flash too, because it's like he can move faster than light and he can charge things up, and I know he's really fast, I get that, and then cyborg you're still processing too, so there's just there's no hierarchy here to, like, have that sense of, I need Superman to go do this because Wonder Woman can't do it. Because as of right now, I'm like, aren't Wonder Woman and Superman the same? I mean, until the massive headbutt. Then you're like, okay, well, there's a little bit of sense of scale. but
1: Yeah, or he's got the lasso and he's pulling her with one arm. Yeah. You know, and she's trying to use her, trying to get some traction with those boots. Right. You know, and he's just, he's just yanking her. For like, okay, it's like, now she's got one arm. Aquaman's got another arm, Cyborg is on him, and he's still throwing us off. Like now we know at least where Superman is compared to the rest of them. Yes, you know, but that's the one we didn't know that going in. (laughs) Well, sure,
0: (laughs) but that's kind of the one you don't question. Like I think everybody's smart enough to know, like, okay, Superman's the top, but then everybody else, you're just still kind of playing this game of like, you know, what does Aquaman bring to the table? What is what is Cyborg bringing to the table? You know, since he's part of the Mother Box, is he as strong as Superman because he's been built from these other powers? Like, I don't, I don't know. Is Aquaman as strong as Wonder Woman? I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you after two Wonder Woman movies and an Aquaman movie. I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I don't yeah. think so.
1: I I don't think so based on comic books and where I think that they try to keep Wonder Woman as power level. But from what we've seen, I don't know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I. So you you brought up power sets. So I want to it been a little time on Cyborg. Okay. So I have made it, I feel pretty clear on this podcast over 156 episodes, I hate hackers mm-hmm. with a passion. And with a guy who's basically in the Snyder Cut, the only thing that he does is hack stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just don't like the plot line. I don't like him in the Matrix. Like that, all that made, I hated it visually. I hated the Points of it, him falling around this lady and just giving her money. Mm-hmm. Like, where did he find her? Like, none of that, all that made it was a waste of time to me. I know people are happy that they built up more cyborg. I thought they did an okay job in Joss's version differently. Like, he's definitely a different cyborg. Uh, but the first time we meet him, we discover he can do just about anything. Mm-hmm. His dad's voiceover. We're zoomed in on this Sony recorder for some reason for so long. Like, why are we showing Sony so much? They have a part of this, and like, I don't understand why we keep showing Sony. But yeah. it, uh, it, it baffled me. It's like, oh yeah, he wants to launch. He could launch every nuclear weapon in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, he could change. You know, change the money around for whatever. You can do anything on the internet. No firewall can stop you. No, like you're painting yourself into a corner of anything. Really, he can solve. Yeah. And so He's there's Ultron. no going up from there. Do what? He's Ultron. He's Ultron. Yeah. Exactly. He he can do anything. And you'd wonder, why couldn't I just send a nuke to this place and blow up Steppenwolf? Would that work? Let's try it. You right. I, can, I have access to all these things. In Joss's version, he just learns that he can fly. Mm-hmm. You know, when we first meet him, I just found out I could do this last night. The progress- Not saying the cyborg can't ever get to that level but the progression of it, like you just immediately meet him and he can do everything.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I, I hated that. Sure. I, I agree with you on on that part that he became too powerful, too quick given his storyline. I, I do much, much prefer his storyline in this version of Justice League than the other one, because it actually exists. Like you actually get some frame of reference for who he is and what he's doing and why he's doing it. Um, still not I'm not a big fan of it, but I could see how the actor was
1: mad. I mean You're Sure, he got cut out quite a bit. Yeah, him and Flash um, both. But the uh his and I don't know if it's because and I haven't seen him in anything else, so I as he's an actor. Yeah. And so I don't know if he just doesn't have that much facial expression mm-hmm. or if they were airbrushing to where uh his face was CGI also. In that, but he, but the whole thing looks fake. Yeah, and even you know, with half his face exposed, looks fake. And when he, in the Snyder version, when he covers up his whole face with armor, Mm -hmm. um, he did it at the wrong times. You do that when you (laughs) are fighting, right? Yeah, if you are trying to protect your human human face, you don't take it off when you fight Steppenwolf, like that. Makes sense. But anyway, that's beside the point. But this is like he just looked fake, and I think that really took me out of his like the one part that's supposed to be look real as his face. Right. And I feel like they tweaked it to where he didn't. I felt like that was the same in the Whedon cut,
0: though, too. Oh, both. No, 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 yeah. both. Completely okay. both. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. like the look of Cyborg. I, I think it was a poor choice of character to do Cyborg. Um, I, You know, I remember when they announced Justice League. I'm like, why? <laughs> who Who is asking for Cyborg, right? Like, yeah. yeah, I know they had problems with Green Lantern and Ryan Reynolds and all that kind of stuff. But like, just don't have a minute then like, I, I don't know. Cyborg is not the guy I would be rolling out for this. Um But yeah, I agree I mean, with you. He, I, I think okay. So a, a cyborg plot point that I didn't like Um the transition from hating your dad profusely to, you know, I, and I, you know, I, I guess if your dad gets kidnapped, you know, you might have a change of heart, which is what happens here. It just, it was too abrupt for me for a movie. It's like, he wants nothing to do with his dad. Hates him. Hates him. Hates him. Oh crap! He's gone. Not now. All of a sudden, like I, I care so much. And I get you. Don't want your dad. To
1: die. Like I, I you, get. It's your dad. I don't no, have fun no, with
0: I, that. I, I get it, but it just, I cannot
1: like you. But he can't not like you. Well, that's, sure. That's, it, it, when it comes to the family.
0: I guess what I'm saying is, it was just like for a movie, which is you know, kind of plays by different rules than real life. It was just a very harsh, abrupt turn for me. I, I can get it. I can understand it, but it's like. You know, it, it seemed very jarring to spend two or three scenes dedicated to him really not wanting to have anything to do with his father and his father not being in his life to my dad's gone and you know, now I've I, I just I've I flipped the script and
1: it was just a little jarring for me, I guess is what I would say. That that's what it takes. Some some interdimensional being kidnapping your dad.
0: Yeah, I guess I make just you realize <sighs> I guess I wish they had made it. I think the subtle change I would make there is like almost not have Cyborg be as resentful of his dad as he was and have it be more sympathetic in the sense like he is still longing for his dad. But the picture they paint is one of more of callousness and he's over his dad. And I get get that you can transition to that, but I think it plays better if it's more of like a, a longing or a you know he's still trying to do this and make ends meet with his dad but his dad's the one that's work obsessed and all that kind of stuff i think that plays a little bit better than like this harsh like you know i don't care i don't care i don't care i crushed the tape recorder and then oh crap now i do care you know i just i think i think there's a better way to tell that story
1: oh, i think there's a better way to tell his whole story yeah to be honest but, but i like this I, I like this version better than the whedon version I just don't like, like I said, a, a character that's built around hacking. And that's what I hate most about these yeah, <laughs> sure. hackers is you're just going to lose me. And if he, if he did more of transforming his body into different weapons, you mm-hmm. know, which he can do, which they didn't explore at all, that you would have me on, Hey, Cyborg's cool. Let me do that. You yeah. know, I, I want more of that. He made his arm into a shield. He made his hand into a cannon. That's all we saw, mm-hmm. you know? So there's more they could have done there. Um, I, if you want me to be invested in the character, that's what it's going to take. I hated the Matrix. I hated him walking around in the dreamscape crap. Mm-hmm. I hated the the Mother Box making him see his parents. I, what? You know? Yeah. Here, here. Oh, come with us and die. No, I'm not broken. And so um, I beat you, Mother Box. Like, yeah, I, I was okay with that one. I mean, I think that's something we've seen before in other movies
0: <laughs> where you know there it's. A, a metaphor for what's happening in his life and the mother box is, you know, taking on a different form to try and convince him not to do it. I mean, sure. Fine. Whatever. I, I, I didn't hate that, but you know, it's just cause I've seen it a million times before.
1: Exactly. I've seen it a million times <laughs> sure. before. Yeah. Um, okay. Another thing with cyborg that he's attached to the mother box so he could see into the future. Uh, okay. I, I would just make a general point
0: that's very much related to this. Snyder's decisions to toggle back and forth between visions, um, dreams. Yeah. Visions, dreams, uh, even, even to a certain extent, things that do actually, I guess kind of happen, but then get reversed. It is not done well. It's not done well at all. Um, he needs to be more clear of what's happening because you, it's very jarring for an audience. I mean, I kind of knew what was happening, but some people are like, wait, what's happening? Where are we at? What, what's going on? And they, they don't realize what's what's happened. And you never want your audience lost like that. So I don't know the right way to do it, um, but I know that the way he did it is not the way to go because that whole thing, there was probably three or four times I felt like, maybe I'm exaggerating, in the movie where he did something
1: to that effect. And it's very well, disorienting. The The one that gets me is... They're about to resurrect Superman, mm-hmm. and all of, that you are seeing Dark Side yes. in Atlantis mm-hmm. using his Omega beams, which would have been really cool if you saw them earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have then you have Superman in his black suit. You show mm-hmm. him. I mean, why would you not use that as a reveal right. later? You know, when he actually puts it on and struts out in the black suit, He's like, oh, there is the black suit. Wait, we already saw it in this vision of the future. So, okay, black suit Superman. Yeah. I, I thought that was, you're, Agreed. you're wasting that. Well,
0: and I don't, what What is the audience in particular supposed to do with that vision that, that Cyborg is having? Like what, because I, if I remember right, I don't feel like he, when he comes to or whatever, like he's, I don't feel like he's having second thoughts about doing it, even though he just had a bunch yeah. of visions that tell him, no. hey, this might not be a good idea. Yeah, he tries to say
1: no to Flash and Flash says, oh, you mean go? And then, <laughs> That's right, and then, that's right. And then he's like, Oh no! Like you could even show him trying to stop Flash. <laughs> so somehow, yeah. don't do it. Superman's gonna kill us all. You know, right. like. It, but there is none of that. It, the only hesitation. He said, "No," and then, like, "Oh well, I guess we did it anyway." So, right. And then the mother box says, "The future is now the it, present, or some garbage like yeah. that." Yeah. Like go go away. Right. Go away. So like that's in particular that
0: the what happens that Flash has to undo and then the nightmare scenario at the end of the movie in the epilogue, those three yeah. visions or whatever are just, are, they feel so hastily done. Like, I, I don't know. It just, that that was a major storytelling flaw of Zack Snyder to just inject those into places and in ways that are just very
1: disorienting. And, and, and that comes back to Flash being able to time travel. Like, Bruce brings it up of, flash came through and said lois is the key Mm -hmm. you know and we we didn't see that i guess that's in third movie where he goes back and tries to tell bruce that lois is the key no it's in batman versus superman no i I know that's when he comes in but flash actually doing it oh
0: sure well but see that that's the thing and my family had this question is that a vision that bruce is having similar to the vision at the end of the movie in the epilogue in the vision that he had when he got, you know, his hand, Superman struck his hand in his chest in Batman for Superman. Like, are, are, or are these potential alternate realities that could happen should events unfold a certain way? Like, what, because those are two different things.
1: Yeah, I don't understand because he was sleeping during both of them. Yes. If Flash was really coming <laughs> back in time. I know. When you're asleep and then you just think that you were dreaming. Right. I, I...
0: So that's what, that's yeah. what I don't understand. It's like, our... And I explained it to my family. I was like, well, I think what they're trying to show is that, like, yes, it's a dream and a premonition, but it's also a potential reality should certain events play out. And I, I don't know if that would get explained later, like why Bruce all of a sudden has these abilities to see a potential future. Um, but those, again, well, it's, it's, poorly. it's more
1: of Flash's time travel, right? I guess not the other the other visions, Right. right. Just, so I don't know. I don't know what doing there. But the fact that Flash not only knows he can time travel, but decides now to, to use it. I mean, we talked about this before. Once you open up that can, mm-hmm. you know, why not do it all? Th- why didn't he save Superman? He knew he could do that then. Mm-hmm. He said Superman was his hero. Yeah. And he didn't want to break his rule then, but he breaks his rule now. Like, if you. Well, didn't they allude to he
0: thought it was theoretically possible, but had never done it?
1: He said, don't break the rule. He goes, don't break your rule. Or it's time to break your rule when he's doing it. Okay. And yeah, maybe he's never done it, but why wouldn't you try to save Superman? Sure. Who's your hero who just died, and you know that you can do that. Right. So so one, I don't like that he can time travel, even though I know Flash can time travel. Mm -hmm. Um, But in Joss's version, Flash is very in his infancy. Mm -hmm. So even if he discovers that he can do that later, that makes sense. Uh, In Snyder's version, he's... In flash, knows the rules to flash, you know, he can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why he wouldn't have used it earlier for right. any. Oh, wait, he got that box. Well, I can keep him from getting that box. I can just <laughs> right. go back in time, you know? Yeah. You know, like that. And it just ruins any any plot in the future of that like flash just going to well, do
0: your thing. The good let's. news is, I guess, that because it's so unexplored, like, we don't know the rules around it. Like, can, you know, can he only produce enough energy to do it for like a couple minutes, like a uh, 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 thirty seconds? Because like it's pretty instantaneous when he does it, right? Like it, it's seconds that he's reversing in in the end of this movie. It's not even a minute. Like the explosion is happening and it's killing sure. everybody, and he's reversing it. So like maybe and again, I'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit, but maybe there's some limitations to his ability. I did groan a little bit because I was like, oh, like we're having Superman fly around the world backwards. Like, I know it's not I, that. I, but. Yes.
1: No, it's exactly that. He's yeah. reversing the world's uh-huh. spin.
0: Yeah. So there was a part of me that while I liked the visuals of what it was doing, um, conceptually, I was just like, eh, okay, fine. We, we went the time reverse angle. Great. So now, now we should approach every scene that flashes in going forward as though if he can do it quick enough, he's going to reverse time.
1: Right. Which ruins. Right. Any suspense or whatnot, because how many tries do we get? We can just keep doing it. Yeah. Or they're going to come up with some, oh, my legs hurt. I can't run that fast right now. (laughs) Yeah. I like the, you just have reasons why he can't do it now. And they're just going to keep coming up with them. Oh, I haven't eaten today. So I can't, I can't reverse time right now. (laughs) Right. You know, something stupid like that. So I mean, becoming the thing with the flash and that car wreck scene, like his whole beginning intro, delete it. Yeah. Gone. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, and he waits so long to save her. Yeah, he sees he sees it coming, and he waits until they collide and she flies out of the car before he goes to save her. Come on, yeah, Flash! Like he you know. saw this all coming. You know, go go save her. I I get why Joss deleted that because it set up a Flash again that doesn't hasn't quite explored all his powers. He did make a suit, um, so he has some level there. But uh, I liked. They, they took out one of my my favorite lines from the from the Joss version because of that, because it doesn't make sense if he's already been saving people, you know. As the Flash, mm-hmm. uh, Batman tells, him, "Just save one." You yeah, know, then you then you get what you're supposed to be doing, and mm-hmm. he saves one. He's like, "I'm gonna go get somebody else," you know. And then he's becoming a hero. Sure. And and I like that because uh, we haven't seen the Flash before, and he's we like to see him becoming a hero. If he's already saving people from car wrecks, then it doesn't really. Doesn't really fit, but right. I, but I liked, I liked that change for the Flash and it just didn't work here. Yep. The the other thing with the Flash is they deleted my other, one of my other lines. I don't say it's a favorite line, but it, it put everything into perspective. It made a lot of sense. It's both both references to Pet Cemetery? <laughs> sure. Yeah, you know? I don't think and there was a need to get rid of those. Those those made complete sense. Yeah, like Aquaman saying. When you die, you lose something, you mm-hmm. know, like Pet Cemetery, and I'm, and whether you've seen it or not, you know, it makes you go see it if you haven't I've seen sure. it, you know. But the people who have seen it is like, yeah, they come back not right, mm-hmm. you know. And so it, it's clearly there, like, the, like he's on the same path as Aquaman, and then when you see Superman and Aquaman's going, he's not right, and then mm-hmm. Flash goes, yeah, Pet Cemetery. You're like, oh, okay, he didn't have a soul, he doesn't have his, like something's right. not right. It sets you right there. Some people could say, "Oh, it's a throwaway flash line that doesn't fit the mood," or but I thought it told exactly what was happening.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, and I don't think there I would have thought,
0: been any harm in keeping that one. I, I think it was yeah. relevant, and I think it worked.
1: I, I thought it worked. And I was like, "Oh, I mean, it just like, totally in one and two words told told exactly what was happening." Yeah, you Superman as a oh, pet cemetery. <laughs> like, yeah. Yes.
0: Um. So talking of Flash, because I just had this pop in my head, I I was kind of hoping Zach changed the way he ran. I cannot stand the way <laughs> the Flash flaring of runs. the arms. I can't. I I hate it. I don't it know if there's momentum. I don't know, man. It, it I will say it felt minimized in Snyder's version. Um, but I I cannot stand the way they make him run. It, it oh, wait. It they, they minimized
1: in Snyder's version?
0: I, I felt like there were more f- scenes and this could just be me in in Whedon's version where for longer periods of time, he's constantly flailing his arms. And I, I don't know if it was more accentuated maybe in some of those, or maybe I'm just misremembering. It's definitely possible, but it's still there. I guess I just felt like it was more pronounced in the Whedon version, but either way I was, I was, I was hoping, hoping, hoping that they changed the way flash ran or that like, that was something that Whedon did on his own, but no, sadly that's, no. that was the direction. That no. <laughs> way and I, you know, that and that kind of touches on the slow motion too. It's like I can kind of get why you'd want to do some slow mo with Superman and Wonder Woman and Flash because they can move so fast. So you do kind of slow them down.
1: But there are times where I just want to see them move fast. Like let me see them move fast. Like in Man of Steel, right? One of my favorite scenes is when Fiorio is fighting and, yeah. and her they zipping and fighting and zipping and fighting and like that's that's cool. Right. Do that and they they honestly
0: overdid the slow-mo in Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 84 too like we just need to be very very deliberate and conservative with our slow motion because not only are you doing it in a lot of the fights like I think every Superman fight had a slow-mo I think every time Flash runs at some point there's a slow-mo Same with Diana. have to with Flash, right? Well, yes and no. I think there's sometimes where it's just okay to show a blur happening, right? Like, I I want to feel his speed and see that, like, there's this gust of wind that goes by sometimes. I don't always want to be in slow-mo. But then Snyder would do slow-mo, like, when a guy is shooting a gun at Batman or something like that, and he watches the bullet casing fly out like, what? Why? Yeah. Why am I doing this? Like, it's one thing to do it in Watchmen when you're adding it for a visual flair, or in Three Hundred. It's another when I'm in a superhero movie and you're just inundating me with slow mo. It's like, uh, okay, like at some point, I want to see them go fast too, because I know they can go fast.
1: You know, uh, you you bring up a great point, and it's it's kind of something that plays off of what I've told you for years about Superman. Is I wanted to feel his punches. Mm-hmm. You know, when he punches somebody, I want to feel it. I want mm-hmm. I want just you to, to know that superman just hit somebody Mm -hmm. same with the flash i want to i want to feel his speed and i don't think we've ever gotten that no i don't think we got that with quicksilver i don't think we've got that you know really with anything of feeling how fast these people are which i think could translate pretty cool to the screen
0: yeah and and again i'm okay with some slow-mo because it is cool but i I mean it's getting to the point of bullet time now where you know yeah, I mean, it's been done in first class and all you know all these other X-Men movies with Quicksilver and now it's being done with Flash. It's just like, you know, it's gotten to the point where Diana watching a bullet go by her is not cool anymore. Um, Flash messing with a hot dog that's floating in the air, I've seen it. It's been done a million times. Like, somebody needs to invent another way to show speed at a different angle than what we have because it's... It,
1: been there done that. I right, I agree. I agree. You can yeah. I wanna I wanna feel the speed. Mm-hmm. The uh but you mentioned the Wonder Woman scene. That's gotta be her best scene, right? This version of Zack Snyder's that's gotta be tops, I think. Of all her scenes. It, it, of all her scenes. if you can tweak tweak the music, but of all her scenes are when she's fighting those guys, um, blocking the bullets, um uh, like I'm she, still she partial
0: to the bell tower scene in the no man's World. land. Uh, I don't particularly like, yes, I, the, the, again, back to my slow-mo thing. I don't really like when she's running across the battlefield, but when she gets into the bell tower and she's actually like sliding and kicking guys and stuff like that, I think that's yeah.
1: mine. Well, I thought this was very comparable to that.
0: It was, and it was better than Whedon's version. Cause in Whedon, he cut out, the cool he part to the, of the fight. Right,
1: right. Well, <laughs> so, and the one thing
0: I will say about the Snyder's version, though, is like um, she could have stopped the guy when he was reloading his gun. And then right. to use her bracelet power to <laughs> basically set off a bomb when she was trying to stop a bomb from happening was highly suspect considering it blasted rocks and debris all over the cops below. I was like, well, hey, you might
1: want to watch that. I think if you listen to our our original podcast of justice league it shows her doing it and then just a white flash it does do that and right. and it's like whoa she just used this on this poor guy you know like we never <laughs> yeah. saw the aftermath of it. she just used this powerful weapon yeah. on this, this guy and then uh we saw the aftermath of it blowing out all the buildings and right and her talking to that little girl was t- stupid cut it yeah like that yeah. she's oh, like, oh, you can oh, be you anything you five, want. Yeah. You just killed five guys
0: and set off a bomb in this thing. Uh, I want to be like you. Uh, okay.
1: And was like, I want to be like you. you can be anything you No, you, you can't. You can't be freaking Wonder Woman. You're not <laughs> yeah. an Amazon right. empowered by Zeus. Like you <laughs> right. No, you can't. Sorry, little girl. Right. But again, there's, there's these scenes that are unnecessary and stupid that you could have cut. And then now we're at, you know, 355. Yeah. You know, but, I agree. And so, but I, I do think that was my favorite Wonder Woman scene if they get the music right, because I can kind of hear it. If you yeah. get rid of the whales, um, it was just, just off. off. Yep. Um, Superman, sorry, I missed this piece. When uh, Pet Cemetery came back, they added the fighting, they added him fighting Cyborg, they added him fighting or o'laying Flash into Aquaman. Really cool. Him shooting the lasers at Batman the first time. Sure, cool. Batman blocked it, the thing pops off. You know. Okay, the second time he blocks (laughs) with the other arm. Yeah. Superman can just look down. You know, why is he looking directly at his arm? You know, and he doesn't even take it off, you know, once it's once it's hot. But it's like these are he can look these are his eyes. He can Mm. look wherever he wants. Yeah. Like, oh he got me again, he put his arm right where I was looking. Like, sorry, Batman.
0: Yeah. That I like Snyder's version better, though. I didn't like Batman's, oh, I'm bleeding from somewhere in Whedon's cut. I didn't like that Batman was the one that brought Lois Lane back. I, I like that she's there okay. visiting the thing. Like That no. whole scene works better no. for me.
1: I, I, This is where Batman being Batman thinks this through. Of uh, He didn't have to call her the big guns, but sure. he could have had her there. Her randomly walking by when Superman's resurrected, I mean, that's stupid. What well, was she you went know, there every day? Like, oh, you went there every day. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that because well, we I have to the have there because she goes there every day. Like, yeah. come on, you know, happens to be there when Superman's resurrected, and oh, Clark, you know, I, I, it makes more sense to have Batman think four steps ahead of. That's I'm going to get true. Lois Lane here. Yeah, that's probably you know? true. And so that's that's one of the things of him thinking things out. Of I thought that Joss did better of as a detective and things like that of that was intentional was him having Lois there to save his ass, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, if anything, you know, we know he's gone. If he laserizes Lois, like that's, that's just it. So have her there and maybe she can save Mm -hmm. the soul or whatever that to me, that's what that made more sense. And then if you're Batman, why would you not be wearing your Superman armor that you just (laughs) fought him in? Yeah. You know, right. Like, it's there. You have did, it.
0: Neither Weed nor Snyder thought of that one. No, I mean, it against Steppenwolf against
1: Superman. I, I mean, mean, I
0: guess the argument you could make would be that for the Superman one, he didn't want to come off as a threat, and maybe he thought that if he was, even though they had reconciled by the end. I mean, so I had the same problem with the original Justice League, which is that they reconciled by the end of Justice League. I mean, sorry, by the end of Batman versus Superman. So I'm not sure why. He's hard at will again towards Batman. Yeah. It doesn't really line up. I didn't like that with the first Justice League. I didn't like it with this one.
1: I did love the line when Superman said, "You know, you don't, you don't like me," or something like that. And ben, "I don't not like you." Yeah, <laughs> I I did
0: like in the Whedon version when he asks Batman if he bleeds. I thought that was
1: a good yeah. you know, retort. The but again, the yeah.
0: whole the whole thing just kind of doesn't.
1: I liked work. it better when he didn't talk. I'm, I'm, I'll put it that way. Snyder's version where he doesn't say anything. He's still in yeah. this zone. You know, it's better when he doesn't talk. So I'll, yeah. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, Batman, he has this armor. Why wouldn't he wear this against Steppenwolf and potentially Darkseid at yeah. the end? Agreed. So, Which gets me to the end. Sorry, I'm skipping. I'm going through my notes here. With Batman destroying this tower that has mm-hmm. a force field around it. Mm-hmm. Why? That happens in both of them
0: right why cuz he has to take down that shield why he, he i guess that flies through the shield yeah he yeah he blasts it and gets through but i guess they're to let everybody so else in of,
1: was the thought all of them couldn't be in his little ship <laughs> right i know
0: yeah and then all of a sudden they're in the shield well i mean l- let's not just ignore the fact that it's just stupid that there's a tower that's creating a shield I, you know like in that the parademons use turrets like the, i just didn't like I feel like that lacks creativity, right? That that's something out of like textbook bad guy 101. There's an antenna we need to take down cuz it's broadcasting a signal so that we can let everybody else in. Like no, I mean we're dealing with superheroes here. Let's not
1: let's not go that route. Yeah, the the shield made no sense cuz Batman could literally just shoot it and fly through. And mm-hmm. so he was there. Um they all could have just been in there with him. It made more sense for, in Joss's version even though I didn't like the signal but it gave that mean drawing them away from the tower. Yeah. You know, uh, it gave him purpose of what he, what he was doing away from the team. Right. You know, that, that made more sense to me. than I'm just going to blow up this tower. Okay. How are you going to get in there? Is this all go with you? And right. We'll just all be there at the same time. Mm-hmm. Cause isn't that where the mother box is in the middle <laughs> right. where you're going? You know, I, I just logistically, it made more sense. Or Joss's version, but I absolutely hate everything he did with the CGI. So that's mm-hmm. what that's what hurts. Joss is so distracting. Purple things climbing over everywhere. wolf, yuck, 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 yuck. Yep. I hated Lois and all her scenes. Yeah, but you didn't like Lois in any of the movies. So that's that's a wash. All her scenes are waste, wasted. Wasted. In- purposeless
0: i thought one good scene that she had was with Martha, martha and it turned out to not be martha so i thought that was
1: really stupid okay how stupid is it for the martian manhunter to be involved but not come and help them fight everything that that's fan
0: service gone wrong man that is and that is snyder trying to throw somebody a bone to include something cool and it just it actually does more harm than good like the other thing that's funny about this is when he shows up at the end to Bruce Wayne he's like uh, I mean first off you got to remember 5 years ago people were just invaded by Kryptons Kryptonians yep. and then a dude rolls up to Bruce Wayne's like I'm a Martian Manhunter. he's not like oh shit maybe <laughs> hey guys uh Justice League <laughs> we got a problem no he's like
1: all right, cool man I'm going back to bed I'll catch you in a little bit so so who who's like that was that was terrible that was absolutely terrible some people call me the Martian yeah. Manhunter. It's stupid. Well, and okay. And so the name alone, him saying him saying that He say, him's just saying you can call me John. That's right. what he should have said. And it, and people are like, who is that? Look it up. It's Martian Manhunter. Okay, sure. But he doesn't have to say, the Martian Manhunter. <laughs> yeah. makes me sound very ominous, and I'm trying to kill people, and that's what people are calling me. Like right. that. It's dumb. I know. It's really
0: dumb. Well, okay. So here's another thing that kind of goes back to something I said earlier. Visually, can you tell me the difference between Martian Manhunter, um, Darkseid, and Doomsday? Like, they are gray, amorphous blobs with glowing eyes. Was he green? Because he looked gray to me. He's Martian. He's green. Well, I, but like, the Snyder world has no color, everything is muted. Uh, Aquaman's armor is hardly distinguishable from Diana's in it's color. Like there's hints of red and he's got hints of green, but like dark side just looks like a dark gray thing. Um, So I, that's where I go back to, I don't like Zack Snyder's visual style when it comes to color palettes. Like he does some really cool visual things. that will give him that, but somebody needs to help that guy out with color because he just drapes everything in dark grays and blacks and makes eyes glow. Like that's his thing. The parademons, like, uh, so I saw. I mean, Martian Manhunter isn't even cool looking. It looks stupid. I I hated everything about it. And dark and Darkseid wasn't even cool either. Like, I know what he kind of looks like, and it's like, it took me like three scenes of seeing him before, like, oh, he's got the Omega symbol on his chest because it just looks like gray. Like, I don't know, man. Uh, There's a lot of people who like Zack Snyder's style, and there are pieces of Zack Snyder's style that I like, but his lack of color is mind blowing. I'm not saying everything has to be Ragnarok, but you got to have something, man. Like everything's just muted and I don't like it. But that that I didn't like Martian Manhunter's insertion into anything's plot and story-wise, but I his look was
1: laughable to me. Two things, your color comment, black and white Superman or black and silver. Now see, I actually like that because
0: the kid in me like, that was such a momentous thing back in the day when he d- didn't wear that. Like,
1: so I was sure he came, when he came back to life and he was wearing that with no cape, mind you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, was with no cape. He walked right by his original uniform. <laughs> I know. I know. Which should have had a giant hole in it. Just saying. Yeah. But he, he walked, well, was he walked another right one, by though? it. And that, that's what doesn't make, if it wasn't available for him to do, then sure, yeah. throw on the next one you got. But you walked by the red. But there's no way
0: that could have been his original one. Because how would it have gotten back on the ship?
1: Exactly. Why is it there? I don't know. But it's I, And there. I tried to look to see if it was like subtly different or something like that to see if it was it's like a CGI floating and it looks stupid.
0: But... Yeah. I mean, I, I was wondering if there was like more yellow or something. I don't know. But um, I, I don't mind the black and silver because I think it's just it. everybody
1: wanted to see it. If you're going to do the death of Superman, uh, you, you got to have it. Sure. But at the end, when he opens his, his chest, he opens yeah, his shirt. The, it, yeah. Go back to the... Uh, yeah. Yeah the red, red and blue. Yep.
0: I yep. not I didn't, I didn't uh, understand that.
1: That was the color. What was the other thing you mentioned?
0: I don't know. I started at Martian Manhunter and they all look the damn same. Um Rats.
1: Oh, yeah. you said laughably, which took me to the Joker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I hated the whole scene. Some people were saying, "Oh, that's the best Joker Batman exchange ever," and I hated every second of it.
0: Have these people not seen The Dark Knight? had they not no, seen it's batman the, it's the only one they've
1: seen it's the only one they've seen
0: well okay so my brother told me a friend of his texted him and said this is the best batman we've ever gotten and Zack Snyder's is greater than christopher nolan and i said give me the guy's address i, I want to fight <laughs> I'm,
1: him i'm, I'm hunting 15 year olds uh
0: well no my <laughs> brother's not 15 <laughs> <laughs> oh you said uh, your brother yeah my brother
1: i assume that comment came from killian's friend sorry
0: no no it did not it did not come from my son's friends it came from my brother's <laughs> friends um your I will say, 15? I will say, I really liked the line of, um, you sent a boy wonder to do a man's job. I, I thought that was a clever, a clever line. Okay. But sure. the reach around line was wholly <laughs> unnecessary. I mean, mm, yeah. um, Batman dropping an unnecessary F bomb. Like I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, uh, I'm not a prude. I don't care if you cuss, but like. It just felt forced. It felt like yeah. you know, one of the, one of your pet peeves is, "Oh, we've got an R rating, got to throw some f bombs in," and like that's right. what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I didn't. Uh, I, I thought the most intriguing part about that scene wasn't the Joker; it was
1: that uh, Deathstroke was teamed up with Batman. Sure, but we just had a weird scene right before that with Lex Luthor of You are going to go hunt Batman, and then right. all of a sudden he's on Batman's team with no yeah. context whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. The flashback thing. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed so yeah. uh weird yeah i will say okay ten endings like
0: freaking yeah, Lord of the yeah th- i will say this leto joker is better than the other leto joker right Sure. Like, the fact I mean, that we got rid bar. of damaged and he doesn't <laughs> yeah right it doesn't look like he's drinking energy drinks nonstop <laughs> like all uh, right it, this one was better um yeah still not good I, we never we, we we need to never see that Joker ever again. No, Jared,
1: thank you. Be done. Yep, gone. Just just him as I don't care if we have six sequels. This his Joker needs to be gone. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. Yep. Are you ready for my uh, my super nitpick? That's only going to bug me and and most people in the world are going to roll their eyes and say, "Why the hell does he care about this?" Uh, yeah. Let's hear it. Superman talking to lois and he calls her low oh I, I don't even know if i caught that 80 years of superman yeah i uh, i i have maybe 300 comics upstairs uh, <laughs> never superman. once has he called her this I uh, i've seen every movie cartoon you know tv show he has never <laughs> called her low <laughs> like superman is such a boy scout like he would call Ben Benjamin, like like yeah. that's kind of the, he's not going to shorten lowest to low, yeah, like 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 he is like that that got me. I was like, why does this bother me so much? <laughs> I, that, he has, that has never happened before. If it has, I missed it, and it, I'm glad I did. But, but damn it, why? I'm glad Joss cut that out. But yeah, <laughs> he's calling her low, like, get out of here. Well, Come it's on. funny because
0: cause my nitpick is uh, something Superman related too. Um, and it's it's something that exists in both versions. In the in the Superman versus Justice League fight at the memorial, I cringe every time. I don't know if Henry's throwing a punch or he's trying to grab Flash, but he does this twice, like this full arm extended swipe.
1: Clothesline. He's trying to clothesline. It line does.
0: It. it does look like a clothesline. And every time I see it, I'm like, it is the most awkward looking. Thing I have ever seen. Whoever choreographed that fight, why is that? Because he does throw a couple
1: normal punches. So I'm like, what? What is this? Is it a clothesline? Is it a grab? Like, so I, I view that. I, I've seen that scene many times, and I, and I just watched that scene because I, I like the Superman fight. But each time, I in my head, I envision him connecting with a clothesline and yeah. just totally wrecking Flash. I like, like that. That's what I see. I see yeah. him just his clothesline him that way. It's definitely not a punch. And it, 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 at very least, it's a slap. You know, I, just yeah. a slap. I, but why is table. it there? I mean, do I don't I know. Just I, trying to re- reach out. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know, know punch man. From but that like,
0: angle, I don't know. I feel like that's one of those things where when you film it and like it, it's in your head, then you've got this choreographed. But then when you see it and you play it back, and you're like, oh, uh, Superman looks like he doesn't know how to fight. Um, maybe let's not put that in there. Because just flaring it, about. boot, it is. It's just real, <laughs> real bad. Um, it, it it's like it, yeah. It bugs me so, so, so much. It, it's definitely. I, I I don't even know if other people notice it, but I I cringe
1: every time I see it. Yeah, yeah. So, we we nitpicked a lot. Yeah. Um, we basically listed all the stuff we didn't like. Yep. And and so there are a lot of things that I did like. All the fight scenes I thought were done really well. Mm-hmm. Uh they were longer. I thought they were better. Uh, I like the tone of the I liked that it was R rated. We saw some blood. We saw mm-hmm. some impalings, you know. things that that's right up my alley. No problem with any of that. I, I thought that piece was good. A lot of fluff. A lot, a lot of a yeah. lot of cut cut stuff. Well, um and in his defense, he's getting a
0: redo. He knows it's not canon. He doesn't have to play by rules. He he just went all out. I mean, so I kind of give him credit for that. Like, you're getting your shot. You're not going to get it again. By all accounts, they're not
1: going to let him have another crack. So he put everything
0: right. in it that he's going to put in it.
1: Yeah. How long do I got? As long as I want? Okay. Right. Deal. Yeah. Deal. And people are going people to watch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the pandemic is perfect for him. Like, had oh, we yeah. been in
1: a normal world
0: where, like, people were still like, grinding away on eight to fives and still going to movie, Like, I don't know that this g- four hours in the movie theater, uh... That that's a tough sell four hours sitting on your couch when you can come oh, and go yeah. go to the bathroom get your drinks go grab some food pick, come back like pick it uh, up tomorrow yeah yeah i mean because i didn't get it in one sitting i got it and i did a one hour and a three hour because my fam just couldn't keep up so and, and it actually the the like you mentioned the the parts helped divide it up and that played right and i don't fault him for going overboard right he's probably pissed at what happened how it all went down and now is his chance to get it all out there
1: yeah, I did get it in in one sitting, but I did take a five hour energy drink before I started <laughs> on on Thursday night after work. I'm like, "Yep, I'm I'm gonna get through this, and I'm gonna be awake, and I'm gonna make it." Good <laughs> thing it wasn't I'll, a three hour energy drink. I know I, I would have lost the last hour. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I think uh, I think we've touched on just about everything that we can touch on, unless there's some one of our questions that you feel like we haven't covered that you wanna no. make reference to. I think everything I had jotted down, we had. we've covered um so i
0: I think we're good it's a four-hour movie we got a two-hour podcast (laughs) i think we have i think we have covered the snyder cut and obviously revisiting the whedon cut um to its fullest extent i'll be interested to hear what people say i know a lot of people are saying words like masterpiece five stars yeah whatever 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 floats your boat i mean
1: i'm not here to tell you you're wrong but i I, am dark side the treatment of dark side alone you cannot have this as a masterpiece. That, <laughs> I will just say that you know,
0: is a it is a much, much, much better version than the Whedon version. That doesn't make it a great movie. It's a solid
1: movie. It's a it's a very solid movie. Well, um, and that, that's that's why I keep coming back to think we change good things. And I understand why after watching four hours of that, like, well that doesn't make any sense. I should make mm-hmm. Steppenwolf for Big Bad you know, and you just maybe even just hear the name for dark side. And there's a there's a compromise there somewhere Mm -hmm. that uh, they should have came to um, that neither one of them hit. Right. But I thought at least I felt like Joss recognized the problem, tried to address it. Yeah. And then made it all okie and cartoonians.
0: Yep. Agreed. All right. I think that's going to wrap it up here next week. We might be covering Falcon and winter soldier. The first two episodes. Um, i we, we reserve the right to Audible. Uh, if we find something else, like maybe you know Chaos Walking, I'm not sure. You know, We'll, we'll kind of see what we want to do here, but we, we have some options on the table before we get to uh, Kong versus Godzilla, or Godzilla versus Kong. I, I will never get that right. Godzilla versus Kong, but it should be Kong versus Kong. <laughs> okay, I think that's what throws me off. I think I would know this if I didn't have you in my head <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> chirping about <laughs> Kong all
0: the time. Um, so yeah, uh, unsure about next week? But we we will have an episode next week. Uh, we'll probably tweet something out about what we'll be covering. But uh, yeah, remember to episode. get your
1: uh, to go back and listen to our code word. Yep, and uh, send that to us and, and get your free free download. Yep, of Chaos Walking. All right, Carson, where can they find you on Twitter? At Carson Graf, Graff, G R A F
0: F. You can find me at Two Views Garrett, G A R R E T T. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at, at Two Views Movies, or email us at Two Views Movies at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via Apple, Google, Spotify, basically anywhere you listen. We are there. If you're already subscribed, go ahead and leave us a review and let everybody know what you think of the show. We will be back next week in a post Snyder Cut world with either some Falcon and Winter Soldier or some chaos walking. We'll catch you next time.
1: What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? Bit of both? Bit of both!